That's a 10-4 good buddy, and welcome to another rip-roaring episode of Fried Rice Podcast. I'm your pilot, your driver, Andy Rice, and this here is Fried Rice Podcast. Let's get fried. With me, as always, is, of course, uh, Michael. Uh, lucky to be alive. We tried to uh, kick him out of a... a uh, we, we, we fired a bullet through a window, caused just enough suction to get his ass stuck up on it, and then right before it was about to sandwich him into space, he somehow got out. It's Michael Lucky to be alive, Larson. That's because you can't kill me, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And why is that? Is it because you're wearing a Deadpool shirt? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming Deadpool. <laughs> That's... I'm gonna pause it real quick. That was a planned bit from Michael, by the way. If you, if you think here, and I'm gonna let that shit. I'm just kidding. That's, yeah. Anyway, and he took a space truck. It's Austin. He took a space truck about a galaxy and a half. Took about four and a half hours. He got his load here up on time. It's uh, a feral. Check me out on Vine. <laughs> You're gonna run out of fucking. You're gonna run out. Yeah. You're gonna run out. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna run out. I'm just gonna go to restaurants after that. Well, everybody, welcome to another episode of Fried Rice Podcast. Uh, this was a. I was gonna say you kept the accent. I did. I'm not going to. No, no, no. We're gonna. I will stop that now. Uh, man, what a fucking. Uh, what a fucking week it's been. Uh, it's been it's been nuts. Uh, I've had I have a couple things I'll get into, but how how are you guys? Oh, dude, interesting. I found a box of my Grandpa Gary's old slides. He passed away in 2012, right after high school, right before I moved out here. I found a box of all of his old slides, like, that you need a projector to look at. Oh, shit. And they're all dated, like, 68 to the 70s, and they're all from when he was in the Navy traveling. So, like, there's a box labeled Portugal. Uh, there's a box, you know, uh, Pompeii, like all oh. the cool places. Have you looked to. at them? I've looked through a few of them and I found somebody online who can digitize the slides. Hell yeah. So I'm, I'm paying her to make, put them all on a flash drive for me so I can actually like look through all of them on my big TV. I, I didn't look at all of them. So I'm going to find out like, hopefully it's all just nice pictures of, of jets and ships and Navy oh no, places. there's a hundred percent lady boys on there. Uh, your, your dad, your 60s? grandpa. Yeah. Your grandpa. Was banging lady boys a, in some show, one of those countries. Show me a veteran lady boy. He's like, yeah, in the war. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I'm gonna find out if yeah. he was a good. Well, lady what, what man. war was he? Caitlyn he's... Jenner. Is uh, that a? It's not. That's not a lady boy. That's yeah, a trans. That's, that's a. That's a trans. Lady woman. boys. Yeah, trans woman. No, is lady no, boys. No, are, what's the difference? You were in the military, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah, but not so, there. I was no, not there. Yeah, a lady boy. You were invited to Bangkok. So no, that's why you no. don't know what a lady I've boy never been is. Yeah. No. no, well, see, I'm not even saying lady boy in offensive. Well, no, 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 no. There's, they don't identify as women. A lady boy is a, I, I, from what I can gather, okay. it's um, male prostitutes who uh, appear, to be, appear to be female. Like they get breast implants and stuff, but they, for the express purpose for that kink, there are people that want to have sex with. Bo- with with chicks with boys that look like girls that have penises. So you're saying other times they're like out playing football, just regular guys, and then they go just because of the kink they do that. I don't think they're playing football. But whatever, <laughs> I'm saying they're just they they. I didn't want to. They present as men otherwise. No, no so you're educated. You're educated. No, I don't. I don't think you can. 
I, I didn't. This wasn't supposed to be an education about ladyboys. It, it's just a culture in, in these in these foreign in some of these Asian countries. There are ladyboys. You go to certain bars, you find them. They it's the there's a trope in movies where you don't know if it's a boy or a girl when you're like you know hooking up with them, and uh, they do it in a in the Hangover movie, the third one where they go to uh, Bangkok. So like it's a, it's an old trope. But no, I don't I think it's the same. No, Caitlyn Jenner thing. is a is a is a man who transitioned into a woman, but not to be a prostitute for, specific, or a stripper. Okay. So specific to prostitutes. Okay, I think so. Okay. It's like it would be like if a if a woman does a lesbian porn scene. It, I wouldn't necessarily assume that she's right. lesbian. To anyone who might be offended by this, this is yeah. not from a place of. Ig- no. of hatred out of our hearts we just no, don't, we don't fully know but anyways back to yeah. my dead grandfather's photo yeah. uh, much. I, it's not I, as if I brought it up I didn't Michael. look I was going through them and I was like looking I was just counting them all and every now and then I would pick one up and look through the light through it and it would be like one of like some old race that he was an audience member of or like a jet taking off or Pompeii ruins but I didn't look at all of them, so I just dropped him off at this lady's house who's going to digitize him. And I'm going to find out if he was either just a regular Navy guy or a serial killer, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> maybe he was in cahoots with Dahmer. Who knows? What? Okay. Was Dahmer in the Navy? No. Oh. Many wishes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, that would be... It'd be interesting, because, like, maybe in his mind, he took these pictures. He's like, no one's going to see these but me. So maybe he, like, he's got some weird... Stuff on there, maybe, but he, or but also, you know, the times. A lot of them are like really nice pictures, and I've always had an affinity, like an eye for photos, especially like old cameras, like the old Polaroid I have, the old Kodak Extralight Ten that I have, and uh, I, I was taking all these pictures, and then I found these, and I'm like, oh, it fucking runs in the family, I guess. <laughs> that's cool. That's, I mean, yeah, that's awesome. I hope it, uh, I someone did that for my. Uh, for my grandmother, um, after she, after she passed, uh, my, uh, I guess cousin-in-law, he digitized a bunch of old pictures and we, and he presented it to us in like a slideshow. And it was very cool because we got to see my parent, my mom and her sister when they were like little kids and like all the stuff, you know, that we, and old, like old pictures, right? So it's like, it was cool. Um, I had an interesting day the other night early an interesting night um i there was a unfortunate accident that happened here uh where a somebody ran over a body like somebody some i guess somebody was was in the road uh laying down and the a driver hit him like ran him over and then that that guy that body was later taken to the hospital and died um so the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I was delivering that night uh, for my job. And I was about probably less than a minute, maybe even 30 seconds after it happened, in the same lane behind the guy. And so the guy gets out of his car and he starts waving me down. Uh, and I hit my hazards. And there's other cars now. Um, so uh, everyone's slowing down and stopping. Whatever, but I, I see the body. I see this guy holding his like his head and just going oh god oh god oh god like like crying like having like a like a like a panic attack because he just ran over a body it was horrific so i i now the guy wasn't dead when i saw him so technically i didn't see a dead body but i did see an unmoving body of someone who died very shortly after so i'm gonna count it as having seen one 
not that I'm trying to make a list of seeing dead bodies, but just for the fact that in my brain, it's like there's so many things that are going on. If I had left my delivery 30 seconds earlier, right, that could have been me. It was the same lane. And you could have known how that goes. A lot of times somebody will stop and say a sentence to you when you're leaving and you get held up 30 seconds and it would have been you. you and know? your or, customer yeah. it's like, hey, man, you said 30 minutes saved or saved your less. life, right. Like, yeah. You know what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I will say this. So the – well, actually, the, the, the truth of it all is is that I stopped at my house to um, – well, for whatever reason, on the way or on the on, way, on the way off after my yeah. delivery, because the delivery I had was in my neighborhood, and so like I was like, okay, there wasn't any deliveries on the sure. board when I left, so I have an extra five minutes. Sure. I'm going to give myself, so I stopped here, and then I went. Now, here's the thing: if I hadn't stopped at home, I would have been five minutes ahead, and I don't know if I would have probably been way ahead of this ever ahead happening, of, right. right? And I wouldn't have seen this, but I then just chose when to leave and it was like a matter of 30 seconds of my yeah. own choosing of whether or not this could have happened i would imagine not not to dismantle that but that guy could have been just standing there holding his head for like 30 fucking minutes just like oh my god oh my god <laughs> now <laughs> you're right that could have been the case he probably still was uh, well yeah. except ex- the only the only evidence is that it, this is a very busy road and even though it was 11 o'clock at night it's still highway 95 and it's Still very busy. Like, by the time I slowed down, there was already two or three other cars. And where was it? What corner? It was Thunderstruck and, Thunderstruck. and Highway 95. <laughs> I know. I played that I played that once. It was just organically came on yeah. while I was driving. While I, while I stopped <laughs> at the by. light. And I was like, I'm going to turn it up. Yeah. And I saw some high school kids walking by and I rolled up my windows because I was like, that's so fucking lame. And I turned it down. I was like, that's... That's the lamest thing you could do at Thunderstruck fucking uh, road. That it's... guy's body got Thunderstruck. Oh, oh, it definitely did. He probably would have appreciated that joke. I mean, he's a guy who goes and lays out in the roads. So. I know. So I looked it on Facebook, and they said that according to a woman who spent time with his girlfriend uh, at the hospital, this guy was not homeless. So okay. it wasn't. The article said he was homeless. That's what I said. Yeah, I mean... No, the article I read just said is. Transient. Well, it's a transient almost. Yeah. Oh. I got accused of being a transient once. You look. Well, like we're not a going transient. by laws. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> no. I was walking home from work, and a cop just stopped me and said, "I need all your information right now." And I give him my ID. He goes back to the car and he's like, "All right, you're good." I'm like, "What was that all about?" And he's like, "Oh, you just matched the description of a transient that stabbed somebody a few minutes ago." Oh shit. He's like, "Oh, gee, thanks, dude." Well, that's also Wait, just but how did they? How did the ID help with that? Like, I, it's like, oh, this guy matches the, the. I guess, did they run your ID? And they're like, oh, he's not a transit. He has a home address. I, well, hope, I hope. We're good to go. I hope among other things, like, oh, this guy is employed. He lives yeah. in a house. He... Most transients don't have have driver's licenses. It's. Yeah. yeah. Unless they live in their car, I guess. Well, this guy. I mean, I didn't. I, I know that bringing up a dead body isn't the best way for a comedy show to get started. Hey, I mean, it just, but it has been, but it's reality. Lady, lady boys, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's not, not too bad. I, I just, it's been sitting heavy with me because it's just like one of those what ifs that's what just ifs. been sitting with me and having like seen the, because it's like, no matter what, that guy who ran over that body is going to go, he's going to go to court. Even not he's going to have to, he's going to have to go through so much shit yeah. over what probably wasn't his fault. Or might have been because let's say he was checking his phone at the time. That was the one time he checked a text message and didn't see a lump. Uh, he didn't see something in the road, right? Um, or maybe the guy jumped in front of the car. We never know. That happens a lot here, unfortunately. I had someone jump in front of my car. I 
dodged it. And and the chick who did it, and I think it was supposed. I think she was trying suicide by car because I was. It's it was on a road that like no one was going slow on, and it she timed it almost perfectly where it was around a corner, so it was a blind. It was like a blind turn, and she then ran right out, and then. But it wasn't like a, she was trying to cross the road. She ran and turned to face my car. And so then I, thankfully, there wasn't anyone in the lane next to me in the fast lane. I dipped out. And I, I didn't hit her. And I, that sat with me. I was like, what the fuck? So, like, it happens. People just, that's the worst way to fucking kill you. Okay, well, let's not get into this. Because uh, <laughs> it might not work, right? My dad had a close one like that. They, uh, you remember that big biker fight in Laughlin? Oh, yeah. yeah. That big the people the died the, and shit. For the yeah. people, okay, yeah, we had it's a big. Like, there's a huge biker like. Oh, everyone gang. knows about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a big. It was, it was a pretty big. big it's security yeah. camera footage of it everywhere. Yeah. Like, about my my dad was there the night before. He was supposed to be there that night, but he, they ended up going the night before. So the night after they left, it just chaos. People dying and shit. My dad was going to be in New York for some reason, um, like for. Uh, I think he was visiting someone, but it was the week of 9-11, and he was, uh, and he was going to be there on 9-11, but then he, he just wanted to come home early. Is your dad Seth MacFarlane? No. That's exactly, <laughs> I was about to bring that up, because Seth, the plane. He left early, that. too? No, he changed planes. No. He was supposed to be on one of those planes. I thought planes. he slept in. I don't know, something Whatever, like that. there's he a reason though he didn't make his flight. He was yeah. supposed to be on one of those I don't know if flights. my dad would have been in any danger. I don't think he had any plans to, to be in that area, right. but I have no idea. It's just he... Came home and then, uh, and then there it was. I, one of the more interesting things to like, you know, it's like one of those. My buddy and I, when we went to, we went backpacking across Europe, my buddy Sean and I, when we were, uh, 19 or 20, and, uh, or we, uh, whatever, 2009, whenever that was. Uh, so we, uh, but when we get, uh, we're on the plane, we land in Ireland. And we're walking around in every fucking place we go to. Every restaurant, every bar, every club is just playing Michael Jackson, right? It's just like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. And we're there for about a week. Well, no, no, we're there for a week. (laughs) And we just leave Ireland going like, man, the Irish love Michael Jackson. Just a takeaway that we wrote in our little little notes and moved on. (laughs) Then we noticed in Scotland they were playing a lot of Michael Jackson. And then we found out that he had died while we were on the plane. Uh, and we just no one. So, but our flight was so long, and we didn't have social media really. Well, that's what on, I was on, back on, then, nothing, so we were because no we were trying to though. just yeah. We literally our, our phones didn't even have service really. Yeah. We just went and explored the the countries, and so it took us probably a little over a week and a half to find out that he had done. Up until that point, though, we just thought, man. Michael Jackson's so popular, in even in yes. 2009 when he hasn't come out with like a song in who knows how yeah. long. But uh, yeah, so where did you go? Where did you get this? Give us a little backstory. So my mom was at this. Uh, she joined this book club. And I don't know where it was. It was like she said it was like a weed shopping center. So picture a strip mall, but cool. everything's weed themed. Oh, that's it was like a, a weed where restaurant. Is this? Where is this? Yeah, yeah it's somewhere in it's surprise. Themed? Surprise. She just said, oh, I'm going to my book club. And I was like, okay, cool. That means I can listen to music loud now. And she comes back and she gives me that this uh, comic book. She's like, yeah, I met the guy who does this comic book. And uh, I got it signed by him. So here you go. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, I looked it up on Instagram. And uh, I, after reading the comic, I was like, oh, cool, stoner comics. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is probably like the one stoner comic that exists or something. But apparently there's... All different kinds, and it's from this company, uh, Cali Chronics Comics. Yeah. And uh, it's called Indica Boy, and it's like this, 
he's wearing all purple and uh, uh, yellow and green. He's got big pot leaf on his chest. He's got like a mask with pot leaves all over it. You'll uh, put a picture up on the gram of the cover or whatever they can yeah, see. Yeah, the, yeah. the, art's, the art's pretty cool in it. I like it. It's done by uh, Jeffrey Peterson. Yeah. And, uh, I was looking through it. Um, I, I read yeah. it. And uh, the some of the... <laughs> so, this is this he's from Phoenix. This is Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Like, this is where this takes place. And I love it. Phoenix, Arizona. Valley of the Sun. Home of Indica Boy. Super stoner. One of the most many powerful heroes fueled by cannabis. <laughs> These unique individuals devote their lives to helping each other's in need. Get it? A friend in need yeah. is a friend with a weed hero, I'm assuming. Uh, and then it's uh, today's a Tuesday. So, yeah, I'm... Uh, yeah, they are working. I was looking. They got the desert in there and everything. Yeah, like so it's all very... Um, so we're all out here in the desert. Here's some of his friends, just so that like you have an idea of like how desert-oriented it is. There's Cactus Man, and he looks like an angry cactus. I love it. <laughs> it looks like a man wearing a cactus suit, which is great. Uh, Javelina, which is a thing out here, I'm assuming. Javelina. Javelina, yeah. Javelina, okay. Uh, Roadrunner, Firebird, and Wren. Oh. Wren. Ooh, bird, I think yeah. that's one... I think that's one thing. Roadrunner, Firebird, and Wren, I think, is a, is the name of a character. And then uh, you have Sun. Then you have Sunstroke. Uh, Scott, Sunstroke. that's fucked up. I hope it's a... <laughs> Sunstroke. Sunstroke is that's fucked up. There's the killer is... of old women yeah. everywhere. Oh God. Just go to any Walmart in a, on a typical July or August out here and at almost any point in time in the middle of an afternoon and you will find an old lady being tended to by paramedics. Uh, well, no, that, was, yeah. that was almost every day when I worked at the R bar. It's like this dive bar where it's like always a bunch of old people and paramedics have been there like so many times while I was working for some old guy. <laughs> it's just, yes, yeah, so be I careful. It the ER bar. It's Arizona. If you're going to go to a place like Arizona in the middle of the, in the, middle of the summer, hydrate. For one, just keep drinking water. What are you doing? Just always be drinking water. For and every every hit of weed, you have to drink a cup of water. Yeah, well, not every hit. That would be too much water. Yeah, would that, that be too much water? No, no. Yeah, you your brain drink. your brain gets too wet and you die. I don't know if that's. I thought it was like you. Is that it? Well, that's not for your brain. Well, you sort of. That's kind of a simplified explanation. I don't know. Get, go get a twenty pack yeah. of Great Value water and drink twenty of them and see what happens. Don't do that. Either. Don't ever do that. Don't ever. do that. Okay. You thought I was about to go drink 20 <laughs> fucking No, there was a radio show where uh, this lady was doing a, a drinking a water drinking water challenge, and she yeah. died. Yeah. Oh, shit. And it was totally. so she could win her son an Xbox 360. Yeah. I'm almost willing to like put this out. shock jock things? Yeah. I'm almost willing to put this out in the world. I believe that I'm the only human being that can drink a gallon of milk straight without puking. Oh, no, you cannot. I'm pretty think, confident in myself, too. I think I oh, could. Oh, I'm bringing gallons to the show, then. No, I don't know if I want to do it at the, oh, at okay. the live show. In front of a bunch of people. <laughs> I might do it here, on camera. On do a show, yeah, record it. And if you think you could do it, too, we might just I go, might that, we yeah. just might go a challenge. Maybe a couple weeks yeah. from now, a couple, three weeks, maybe All right, a challenge. I'm, not a, I'm, the, I'm the judge. What were, those, the, what were those things you smoked on the Way of the Gun episode? The uh, Leaf the Space Oh, God, oh, the space, Leaf Oh, my God. Loser has to do three of those and a bell ringer. <laughs> Are you willing to put yourself up if to I this? I can sleep here, yes. Oh, oh man, that would, that's an extra... That's another punishment for me. <laughs> I so I, it's a lose. It's a lose lose for Andy. <laughs> I'd almost. I. You know what I'll do is I'll. We'll get to the last few sips. Then I'll let you win. And then I'll finish it just to prove I can do it. <laughs> Leave this much in the bottom. And then you can like... fuck off. Go home like you normally would. 
<laughs> I'll be super high smoking leafers. It's a win-win. Yeah. That's a win-win is if I lose that, that contest. Um, anyway, yeah, um, this is a, I mean, yeah, this is an independent comic. It's great. It's got a bunch of weed puns. It's got the all the stuff. The artwork's yeah. fun. He's got a, uh, a Mjorner. Mjolnir, uh, Mjolnir, Mjolnir. Uh, well, no, none of us can say that. Thor's I, hammer. I think Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer. Yeah. Me- meow, meow. <laughs> yeah. uh, she, the girl calls it in Thor. Uh, the cute, uh, whatever her name is. My, she's a super, super baddie. Uh, from Two Broke Girls. What's her name? Oh wait, it's Lady Sif? No. No, not Lady Sif. Are That's... we talking from Thor the movie? Lady Sif. Okay, now if we're just gonna do a full three sixty back to. Um, Last week, uh, Lady Sif was in Kyle XY. Oh, that show, that show that I brought up with the guy. Yeah. It's just uh, she plays no belly button. Guy. She yeah. plays another no belly button person that they send to go after him. But then they end wait, up, wait, wait. Now, who is they? The company that makes these. Okay, clones. I haven't seen the show. That's okay. They're yeah. clones. Okay. Look again. If you're looking for some really early two thousands, just weird. Fox Family appropriate. Uh, like yeah, it's Kyle XY. That's where you yeah. go. Um. Anyway, he's got yeah, he's got a Thor's hammer type thing. It's just a f- huge nug on, on the end of a stick. Like it's it's pretty great. Well, I, think, I think one of the villains, uh, towards somewhere towards the oh, end, I, I think gonna, one of the yeah, villains is Cicada. Oh yeah, no, uh, it's it's. Yeah, it's right here. And, uh, uh, I think that's funny because those cicadas are those annoying yeah, when bugs. They come I feel like, like that would annoy. Yeah. That would be a, the villain to a stoner. Yeah, it's um, the infuriated. Oh, this infuriated cicada. Uh, he tried to be a superhero, but society rejected him. His appearance was frightening to the public at large. They hated him. Um. Well, anyway. Oh, here's uh. So, Cali Chronics. Yeah. Has a bunch of different weed comics um and i'm looking at them it, they need to make their um wow they need to work on their cali chronics if you're listening to this i hope you are the page that you put on in the in the first on the inside of the comic book there's it's too small a print i have great eyesight and i'm struggling here to read some of these uh how is like mike this old son of a bitch over here he just sees a, a color a blur, a blur. <laughs> like you need to put like a I few can... pictures of the best covers, and then underneath it have just a cool list of all the names of all the different comics, because that's what people want to see. Because now I'm struggling, but here I am. I'm going to read the ones I can get to. Alice in Budland. That's funny. I would yes. love to have read that clearly. Um, <laughs> Cali Chronics comics. But again, I want to read these, so you're, I mean, like, you're doing something good. Just do it, just do it better um, for us, the, the consumer. Make it more user-friendly. Uh, we have Blunt One. Uh, that looks cool. I like his design. He's like a three-colored um, person. We have Power of Attorney. <laughs> That's cool. I hope he fights uh, weed-related c- cases. Puff the Parrot. Uh, That's, yep. <laughs> and is he's saying hi, but it's H-I-G-H. Wow. But that's how he says hi. But, I mean, that's great. That's some, for whoever wrote... Puff the Parrot, that cover alone, I think, is as good of a pun, as good to see visually, as, as, a, as a visual pun, as the Roger Rabbit books, um, when you, if you ever read any of those. Um, the, like, who plugged Roger Rabbit. That's a, uh, 
There's some really good visual gags in there that you have to, of course, visualize. Um, but I think that's on par with there. So whatever that means to you, good for you. Um, we have, oh, man. Can't something it's healing. It's a blur to me. I'm looking over your shoulder. I can't see I know. The, I'm thinking oh, wait. something healing chronicles. I don't think you have good eyes, but maybe with magnifying with your, glasses with on your, your glasses because they're just magnifiers. They're just readers. Oh wait, so yeah, might, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. we have Jam Healing Chronicles. <laughs> we have Higher Education. That's funny. It's two professors. Uh, we have Panda. All right, uh, Highway Four Twenty, and it's an alien. Oh, that sounds cool. Highway 420 does sound cool, especially here. And Arizona, like this. It has an alien. Oh, my God. These glasses are going to blind me. Um, <laughs> this is hurting my head. And then we have Heckler, and it's a jester. Indica Boy, which is one we have, yeah. a signed copy. Also, Indica Boy is a real guy. Like, he goes to events, and he's, like, in full costume. I, is it him, though, the, the dude that wrote it that does it? Uh, or did he hire a guy? And I think he got the... Cali Cromics to like make a comic book. He like put this all together for himself. There's one called NP Armageddon, and that is very clever. And I don't know, like, I mean that that deserves to be a way bigger picture. And that's on the bottom right hand corner of this whole thing. All it's right, marketing I, wise, it's just marketing stuff. It's, oh my god, this is hurting my head. There's one more. I just I can't read it. Um, I'm so sorry, whoever that last one is. And and I'm going to be honest, it's the only black character on the front cover is the one I can't read. So I feel like... I, that, if, they if, made if, if you you're, racist. Yeah, if, you're gonna, if you have a copy of Indica Boy in front of you and you look at the inside cover, you're going to be like, why didn't you say the black guy's name? Uh, God, here, do you need a light? Uh, do you wanna, I want to read it now. I want to read do. it now. I know, I just I feel like this is... I didn't mean to. It's just, it's so hard to read. It's the hardest right. one. It's, it's. It... Can. It's something of love. Canster? Can, con... Cannabis of love? Cannabis maybe, of love? Maybe. Cannaboy of love? Cannab. Because uh, it looks like there's an R at the end. All right. This is going to kill on. me. Let's, uh, here, hold on. Let's do this. Let's take a picture take and a zoom picture in. Take a picture and zoom in. God, that's what we should have fucking done in the, in the first, first place. place. <laughs> but uh, you can find all these comics on uh, from Cali Chronic Comics with an X on Instagram. I was going to say, or maybe they have a website where you can buy them. Maybe. And then look at other works by Jeffrey Peterson. Oh, my God. It, that doesn't help. Carpenter of Love. Canister of Love. Canister of Love. I think it's Canister it's like of Love. plastic uh, canisters, yeah. From the, or, or no, or, canister, yeah, or canisters of, of Levi. With a heart? No, that's got to be okay, love. Let me see. No, it's, it's, let me see it's coming soon, so we'll we'll go we'll revisit this in a future episode and be like, hey, they released that episode. They released that, yeah, they released yeah, yeah, that yeah. comic. Oh wait, no, I've got a different one. It, it's Gangster of Love. Gangster, what? They, yeah, I got. Oh, I found him. I found a better one up here. I found you just no. made it more racist. No you just made it more racist. No, you just made it. How, more dare, racist. You, how nope. dare you on Black History Month do that? Yeah, <laughs> Mike. All I did was read the title of a of the comic. You're the one that then implied that because what it's a black character, the word gangster the only makes word it more racist. In all of those characters, is the black guy. Well, there's also actually an Asian woman. It looks like okay. next to him. <laughs> yeah. So the gang is multi biracial. So <laughs> multi biracial. You fucking you oh, made this it one, racist. The hemp father. Oh. I didn't see that one. Oh, Jah Healing Chronicles. Jah Healing Chronicles. J-A-H Healing Chronicles. Okay, I think we got through this. Was this riveting for everybody at home? Check Did you out. enjoy this? Because that... Cool. Oh, there's more. Uh, there was Dan the Man. 
And oh, there's a little trading card in here, Vindica Boy. Oh, oh wait, oh, is it wow. a sticker? Oh, is that a sticker? I hope oh, it's, a, your laptop. it's a sticker. Oh, laptop. You man. get an Indica Boy sticker. It has him and like tells you what all his uh, all his gear does. We'll find. Uh, we're gonna find a, a place of honor for that. I'm putting it on my uh, thermos right here. Okay. My, well, Stan- yeah. my Stanley Cup. My poor people Stanley Cup. <laughs> you didn't bring us copies of the comic? <laughs> no. There's one. <laughs> There's it's one. signed. It's mine. <laughs> oh. Well, then I guess we're gonna have to go on to what's the well, website again? Uh, Cali Chronic Cali Comics at inst- on Instagram. I'm, they Why probably have just, a website too. Why didn't we just go there? Yeah, we probably could have read all this on the site. Yeah, Cali what? Cali Chronic. Cali Chronic Comics with an, comics that has an X at the end. Cali Chronic Comics. But mainly for Indica Boy because he's the one who hooked me up with a signed copy and a dope sticker. Yeah, you should go there first as Indica Boy. And if they don't have a website, they should get one. And get a website. And Kelly blow Kelly. up the pictures of those other comic books. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, great. Well, that was fun. Oh, the, the, oh. I got a question there. The, just a real quick question for you. Um, actually, for you, you being from California, us Arizona people, there's all these. Uh, is it the same here? When we go to the, when I go to the weed store here, I'm one of the youngest people there. What? When I go to the weed store, you go to jars. Uh-huh. The average age of customers at jars has to be 60. Well, we live in an area where the average age of people who right. live here is 60. So that's what I was asking. Is that here, but they all smoke weed here. That's what's is Everyone is what smokes. I'm if, if, so I'm, I'm asking you, if it's the same in California. If, if, the, if weed is group, legal. Right. If it's legal. If do. weed is legal, right. wherever, whatever state's weed is legal, everyone smoke a weed. Right. I don't. Th- I think it's like everyone wants to smoke weed. Not everyone, everyone. No, but no like, I know what you mean. I, but like, once it becomes legal, and there's no, and there's no reason why you can't just go to the store and go buy some. Like, I think it opens up. Like, of course, old people, they're the ones with the most pain. They have the right. ones that oh, have no, the most time to I fucking kick it. Yeah. They have the most disposable income. Some of them. Sure. So fuck it. Yeah. If I was in a good position in my late. 60s, 70s, or whatever, right? I well, look, look at me now. I'm spent. I I smoke all the time. Anyways, yeah, this isn't going to stop. This is just going to be right. Yeah, so well, look at me. That's what I was saying, and because I was my my attitude about Thona because I've been a weed smoker my whole life. But then my attitude is now when I'm I think my my 70th birthday I'm going to do heroin for the first time. Okay, that's a all right. Let's get into that. Um, <laughs> just it just seems to me I was about to get into the what are we smoking section, but <laughs> yeah. now. We're going to get into the what hard drugs do you plan to abuse when you're an old man I just want to section. Heroin. You're going to try it once. I'm going to try it once. That's a terrible idea. Why? I'm not going to shoot it up. I'll smoke it. Actually, I have a joke, a little gag that I wanted to do on stage next week where I'm like, I was going to be like, why did the heroin addict cross the road? Because I'd just be like this. <laughs> like a zombie. Hey man, have you ever heard of Fried Rice Podcast? Fried Rice Podcast? Yeah man, they're a podcast that reviews movies and a new one comes out every Saturday on YouTube. They're sponsored by Bell Ringers. Bell Ringers? Yeah, Bell Ringers. It's an adapter for your bong or hookah. And it holds three joints, three blunts, three bowls, or three dabs. Three dabs? Yeah man, three dabs. So check us out every Saturday on YouTube at Fried Rice Podcast. Sponsored by Bell Ringers. Oh, no, just Mike stops talking and then a bell ringer ad plays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. What's the... <laughs> what are we smoking? Yeah, what are we smoking? Well, not much it looks like this week. 
that's okay. Well, it's just you and I. Not so every week has yeah. to be an insane uh, smorgasbord of weed. I think here's the thing, guys. It's the um, we're filming this on the or we're shooting or we're recording this on the ninth. <laughs> Whatever we're doing, yes. And uh, the live show is next week. It's next Friday. So I think a lot of us right now. This is sort of like a preamble. This is we're a planning. Uh, we're getting we're getting we're ready for next week. We hope it's going to be a huge, big extravaganza. Um, by by the time this airs, it'll already well, be it'll done. Already so right, yeah. so we won't be able to talk about what happened until next week. Well, I mean, well, until you listen week. to the episode. So, right. um, you might hear an ad for it in the pre-roll of this video or this no, podcast. Not this one because not this, this one's going to air after it already comes out. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, that's some stupid whatever. Um, I forgot how time works. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we, we don't uh, understand time. The one guy yeah. who doesn't smoke forgot how time works. <laughs> we're, we're smoking a baby jeter right what now. Was what was in the... Peaches. Uh, what was the bomb? Um, oh, that's, um... How many come in a jar of those? The same, this and Five. You get five baby jeters. Because, not going to lie, I went to your bathroom to take just the gnarliest diarrhea shit, and I get up to wipe my ass, oh. and I turn around, <laughs> and next to your giant Mandalorian statue, there is just dozens of... Of baby Jeter jars. Yeah. Five five in a five a jar. Um first off, I have a bidet. Why would you wipe your ass? I'm not using that bidet. Is it warm water? Well no. No. Nah, then I'm not using it. Oh. You're gonna be bougie about the bidet? Bougie yeah. bidet. <laughs> wow. Have you ever used one? Yeah, once and I did not like it because it was cold, cold water. water that you get used to. In fact, I'll tell you, when it gets hot enough outside, you learn to appreciate the cold water days because those pipes get on a hundred and on a hundred and ten degree day here. You know how hot those pipes get. You know how un, unbearable it becomes. Andy, it's you prefer cold Andy, every time over too hot to handle. Andy, my butt, my butthole does not need to get used to anything besides shitting. Okay, that's it. <laughs> shitting and getting wiped. That's it. I don't I, need my butthole getting you used disgust, to anything. That's a gateway. I, listen, you'll always be my friend, but you disgust me that you don't use a bidet. And anyone who doesn't, I just <laughs> oh, God, imagine is walking you're around. Disgusted by everybody. I just imagine I'm, every person is walking around a little bit of shit in their in their ass, and I'm just like, oh God, this is gross. We live in a world where there's just a little bit of shit in everyone's ass. So I was gonna I was gonna, I'm gonna share sit this. On every chair in your house. <laughs> I was gonna, every episode of me sitting somewhere different. I was gonna share this. Um, uh, I'm gonna. Well, by the time this already airs, um, I've already done this on stage, so I'll sh- I can share this in the yeah. pod. Um, but a friend of mine recently told me because we were talking like we were going nostalgic, and she tells me that uh, she's like, "Well, I used to wear a full blown like Britney Spears fedora when I was in fifth grade, like unironically wore it every single day," and I was like, "Wow." That's bad. And then she, uh, so then it became like a top, like topping each other off kind of thing. And she's like, with that, I would wear suspenders because I thought that it was like really cool. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then she's like, but then every day at recess, I would laugh so hard during tag that I would piss my pants and I would do nothing about it. And I would sit for the rest of the day in my own urine. And at that point, I couldn't win. I couldn't fight. win. Yeah. I couldn't win the battle. Winning, <laughs> if you did, you would never admit to winning the battle. <laughs> yes, right. So, I had to stop there and think about that answer for a minute. We, we, I, I laughed my ass off because I was like, "This is, this is one of the most just brazen admittance of just like who would who would just not do that." First off, if you knew you were going to pee your pants laughing so hard, then. 
have an exit strategy towards a bathroom at the very least. Can't do it? Fine. Here's the second thing. If tag makes you laugh so hard that you piss yourself every day, stop playing tag. Maybe <laughs> find something that doesn't make you laugh as hard. Even if they, so, then you're like, no, tag is life, right? Okay. I can't not do that. I'm like, fine. Go pee before you go outside. But if you're gonna piss yourself, you can pee before going to recess. That's a great idea, Mike. You can pee before tag, or or wear a diaper, maybe. Or if you're gonna pee your pants, have backup under. I don't know. But so many things it about that. Once it wasn't only once, so yeah. No, yeah. she said every day, every day. for fifth grade. Yeah. And I'm like, nobody said anything? Your friends never once said, hey, you have a wet pants and you smell like piss every day after recess. What's going on? The, the, the fedora and the suspenders probably like kept them. They're like, okay, that's three things. I'm not approaching this person for yeah. a reason. If they didn't have those two things, they'd be like, oh, they need some We help. can help this poor girl out. But she's fucking weird with the fedora and the suspenders. <laughs> so they started thinking. Now, I I could maybe, I don't know if I could top that. If you, I don't know if I could top matter. that. Don't tell us if you can. I had to walk a mile. Do not sh- tell us if you can. I had to walk a mile after shitting my pants. Oh. Let's go. Let's go. There. I was on that carnivore diet, and when you do that, it gives you like hella diarrhea, uh, like in the start. And then uh, I, I'm at this bar after a show that we did with Mojave Comedy. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, my friends there were drinking. Uh, she wants to go on a walk, and so I walk with her. We're walking down the channel in Havasu, and something's brewing. And eventually, I I'm like fighting this battle while talking to her, pretending to care. And okay. she's telling me all these things that her boyfriend that she broke up with was doing. That he was like gay, cheating on her with dudes, and all this shit. Oh. And I'm like having to poop. And that's an interesting story to walk eventually, away from. Eventually, eventually, <laughs> I lose the battle <laughs> while talking to her. Yeah. Oh boy. And usually, there's like a porta potty on the channel I could go use, which I could like, use, but it wasn't there tonight. <laughs> They just knew I was walking there and had to shit, so they took it out of there. Oh, fuck. And then she almost asked to go on another lap, but then I just, I eventually I walked her to her car, and she drove off. She was none the wiser, until I told that joke on stage. <laughs> oh, God. Was she there? She was, it was at Jeremy's Juke Joint, where she worked oh, at fuck. the time. That's, man. I, then she rethinks that whole night. She's like, oh, he didn't dislike me. He just had to shit his pants. Yeah, he had shit in his butt. And he probably didn't really like Churn, it. Just churning it, just churning it in my pants. This is why I keep paper towels in my car at all times, because that's happened to me driving. You're in the car, and and you just have an urge. You can't, and you can't yeah. go anywhere. So you, we literally pull on the side of the road. <laughs> but the first time it happened to me, 10 years ago, Nothing with me. What I, do you do? I will. What do you do? me in my car. Sure. Yeah, it no. It would have helped me if it was in my back pocket or right. better in my underwear. But we yes. need to. No, invent. That's, but I'm saying that's the thing. You can't even. You can't wipe your ass after. We need to invent a so. portable, portable potty. A super portable potty that has a built-in bidet. <laughs> So think about this for just a moment. It's a water bottle. I hate squeeze water bottle. You mean a cloth? In a way, yeah. Sort of. In a way. I know this is gross, and I hate to go here, 
I'm not. I don't really want to do these like gross things. So I guess it's gonna be gross for like a minute here. Uh, so skip. Wait, it. is this from you or the or the AI? No, no, this you is. You said me. it made stupid inventions. Well, no, yeah, I have. At, I've been no, asking inventions after shit like this, like the the what was the 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 pee, all the pee thing. Oh yeah, well, yeah. okay, that's actually this could fall yeah. in line with the um, it's it's with the, the tube thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what did I call that? What did I call it? The herpes collection. Yeah, the herpes collection. Yeah, yeah. He poos collection. Oh, this would be the he poos collection. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, yeah, this so would be. What story gave you those? What story gave you those original inventions? I don't know, but I know that this invention. What I'm thinking is, it's something that you like open up like a basket. You suck. You like suction around your ass, right? You go full steam. You just shit in this bag, and then there has to be. Wait, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. Shinabag.com. I see myself walking with that girl and just... Shinabag.com. It would be Shinabag. And you're walking with this girl. Excuse me. Excuse me one second. One moment. It's really sad about your boyfriend and the dildos and everything. Hold on one second. Just shit in a bag. And then you turn it around. It's Shinabag.com. I'm going to find out. I'm buying that fucker right now. Okay, I didn't think this through. I just finished a whole baby Jeter pretty much by myself because Mike's being a little bitch today. Uh, I okay, so no, hold on, shit wherever you're gonna shit, but a portable bidet. I think we have something going on. So same concept. It goes around your ass, but then yeah, it just shoots water. But it's also a self-contained little system, right? So it's pouring on. I don't know. Water from the sink. <laughs> There's gonna be a tube. No. If I walk into a public restroom and see a guy <laughs> filling up a bidet in the sink, dude, I'm no. so... You know what? This doesn't work for my invention. My other ones, though, actually did, are kind of good. It's, um, like the Hurinal is pretty good. The Hurinal, yeah. Which is just a, basically, it's a suction cup on a wall it's attached to a tube. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't, don't, don't steal that from me. It's for, it's for women. If they want to have a quick little pee and they're wearing a skirt or something, um... God, this got uncomfortable. Let me tell you. So, we were because I've been real nostalgic lately. Uh, I thought about uh, there's this. Okay, when I was younger, there's this two mile road that was behind a like a private school, and it was really really steep. What are you looking at? Shitbag.com. You could do that later. <laughs> I'm going to buy it live here. <laughs> okay. Mike's buying a website live. Maybe. He's buying shitinabag.com <laughs> where we will have bags you can buy to shit in. We already, hey, you better not use our fried rice bag technology. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, there's this two mile road. We're going, so we all well, take our... somebody already bought it. <laughs> okay. I'm glad. Okay, let's see. What do they have? <laughs> What's on that site? They haven't built it yet. Oh. Oh, that's just yeah. Someone else is like, yeah, that's a fun, that's a fun idea. Uh, okay, be the next Twitter. Yeah, man, I'm high. Twitter is shit in the bag. So am I. That's why I had said no to the end of that jeter. Sure. Uh, but what we're smoking, which is where this all started. Well, yeah, but I was okay. <laughs> you well, never you got to me. Yeah, yeah, but never... no, no, no. But I was gonna finish this little, this cute little story about my nostalgia. <laughs> I'm in the mood. Don't don't ruin my vibe. I'm gonna be paranoid for a second. Keep going. No no no, it's, no, it's, it's just my name. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. I just hear banging outside. Yeah. No, it's okay. Like, no, 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 no,
tinkering with this car. What's he gonna do? Punch me? <laughs> I don't know. What's he gonna do? I'm trying not to start a war here. Is he gonna, here. Is he gonna <laughs> not bring your trash? Can? He's gonna actually put them out when it's not trash. Day okay, now. guys. Hey, guys. Hey, you get to both leave in an hour. Or so I live here. So maybe just fuck. Actually, it. I talked to him outside. He seems like a really nice guy. Okay, what? Let's move on. Uh, fuck. Oh God. Okay, so I hate everything about this. Uh, okay, so I'm losing my. I'm not even... Fine, yeah, what are we smoking? We're smoking uh, Stardust. <laughs> it's an Indica. Great. It's 35%. Perfect. Let's talk about the movie. Uh, Space Truckers. 45 minutes yeah, fuck it. Now I've lost my shit. I don't... Uh, yeah, let's talk about the Space Truckers. Woo! <laughs> when did this come out? Who gives a shit? When, when I are we wish watching? I was high. I, would like, I am now. Oh, 1996. 1996. Which is when I would have enjoyed it is when it came out because I was two years old. 1996. <laughs> Space Truckers. <laughs> Well, you were yeah, you're a young young boy. Okay, so uh, this was literally everything uh, I thought it was going to be, but more. Well, didn't we say the AI that did the picture that you use? You're gonna that'll be on this episode. Oh yeah, I did say that. So if you look at the background episode on this, that was a first take before I'd even watched this movie. I just typed in um, a trucker in space. With you know the typical with our logo in there, and it gave me exactly what uh, what <laughs> yeah, this movie fucking yeah. is, which is so the, the background is exactly this movie is trucking in space. This is convoy in space with mixed with I guess pirates and um, you know what it's pirates robots robots <laughs> assassins. <laughs> You know, there's a little bit of everything for everyone to enjoy. Uh, so, what'd you call them? Uh, no, uh, lot lizards. Lot lizards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lot lizards, which are <laughs> prostitutes specifically for truckers. Uh, they hang out at truck stops. I mean, specifically, I think if you're a regular Joe schmo, if you if you had the right car or place to get a lot lizard. You know, they keep it as an option. Just I, I think in the prostitution world, you go to like a fancy restaurant to go pick up a regular hooker, and then you go to Lot Lizards. That's like McDonald's. Got it. Which hey, McDonald's is delicious sometimes when you're hungry. Um, that wasn't even a metaphor. I think that's just I'm a little hungry. I didn't eat before this, so we're talking about McDonald's. But uh, okay, so let's start this thing out. First off, let's. This movie is ridiculous. There's no. No way around it. This is a silly movie. It's it's just... But, that being said, I kind of low-key loved it. And what? uh I... Because it's... Okay, so it stars... um What's his name? Dennis Hopper. It's got Dennis Hopper. It's got Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. Dorf. <laughs> and it's got... um Who's the other chick? That was Dennis uh, fucking Hopper. That was Dennis That's, Hopper. Yeah. Debbie was... Uh, you talking about Cindy? Debbie Mazur. Yeah, Debbie Mazur. Debbie Mazur. Uh, oh, as the, the three... The girl? Yeah, those are the three Vicky of them. Vicky Valancourt, you mean? Was that Vicky Valancourt? That's Vicky Valancourt. No, that wasn't Vicky Valancourt. That's Vicky Valancourt. No, you're, no, you're actually mixing them up. It's not. Um, Is her twin sister? Fucking no, 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 no. <laughs> but they... Vicky Valancourt? No, you're thinking of... Um, Waterboy. That has to be her. No, no, no. No, I. but I see the I see Or, the okay, then who's You're thinking the, of Faruza Balk. Who's the girl in... Faruza Balk and um, American History X. She's the girl that he's banging. Debbie Mazur. Debbie Mazur. 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 She's from Twin Peaks. I do not know how you pronounce it. Right? She's in Twin Peaks, (coughs) right? 
Or am I mixing up? No, yeah, God. Sure. Okay, so here. Look, she's not in Twin Peaks, <laughs> but she Twin looks Peaks. just like... Um, so there's three of them. Sherilyn Fenn. Yeah, there's three of them. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> there's three of them. So you get Sherilyn Fenn, you get Debbie Mazur, and you, you get Farusa Falk all, uh, walking, all, in one. all walking to a bar, and they, they order... Three some. What? I want, and they, I, want yeah. to, I want to add those three put together and see if it's the perfect woman. It's like just put, see if it yeah. Hey, the listen for yeah. all three of you women, very hot. Yeah. Just like three babes from across different times, you know, whatever. But yeah, no, they are different women. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's got her. Uh, the, sorry, it's got Debbie Mazur uh, from. I guess this is one of her most well-known movies, yeah, but this top, isn't what yeah. I know her from. Uh, she's a friend of. Madonna's? I don't know. That's oh, not she's how been I a, know. No, she must be a... Look, how many Madonna videos has she been in? Uh, at least so. one. Entourage? Oh, no, yes. That's where I know her from. Yeah, the Police. publicist. Yep, she's yep. the publicist. Anytime yeah. I can mention Entourage, yeah, which it seems Entourage. like every week. Right. Uh, that is, and Kyle yeah. XY, if you haven't started watching those. <laughs> I, I like that uh, accent she has, but I also don't like it. Like, it's kind of hot, but it's also oh, like man. a dude is talking to you. Like, oh, yeah, hotter. I, I'll tell you this. It's kind of the start of the fry voice, that, that whole fried. This is going to be a uh, spoiler a little bit for the end yeah. uh, if you haven't already watched Space Truckers, which you should have. I think you should typically. <laughs> this is a, a PSA just for general fried rice <laughs> listings. If this is your first fried rice or your 10th or your, or your 35th, uh, you know, watch the movie before we get into it because we don't necessarily review it. I feel like we should we even stop using it, yeah. that word. I feel like we we get high, we just talk about a movie. I don't know if that's even it's it's kind of is a review because okay. we rate it and yeah. everything. We it give it a rating. If you put it all together, all right, yeah. But it's we're not like authorities on anything. So like we're just doing this group, this particular dynamic of friends and stoners are. Uh, we watch this movie and we all talk about it. It's and we all we like rate it. About, so right, yeah. it's a review, but we're not yes. fucking yeah. movie gallery yeah. or yeah. fucking yeah. Cinemassacre or anything right. like that. We're not Roger Ebert or, this you is, know. We tell you if you want to watch this high or not. Right. Exactly. And, and, and you know what? This is definitely worth watching high. Oh, oh but, yes. let's, but okay. But she's well known for, in Entourage, she plays the um, one of the agents or um, publicist chicks. She's great in that. Uh, she's in Goodfellas. I remember her from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's a prostitute in Money for Nothing, if I remember that correctly. I remember uh, and she's like the girlfriend kind. And of course, meet Wally Sparks, that Roger yep. Danger, Rodney Dangerfield movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was she in Loveless? Was she Lovelace? L.A. Law. No, she. No, wasn't she wasn't Loveless. That was oh yeah, was man, Cipher. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Okay, this is just a pervy episode. I don't want to... Come on. Let's not just <laughs> talk about... She's hot. She's hot. All right, let's move on. Um, okay, so... Your point about her was... The... No, I, nothing. She's in the movie. That was the whole point. that We just got carried away. Uh, so, this movie is literally... When it says Space Truckers, it is exactly that. It is a big rig. It's a big rig. Like a like your your standard fucking uh, what's a company that makes big rigs? Uh, Peterbilt. Peterbilt. Yeah. Peterbilt. Here we go. Peterbilt. Uh, Peterbilt three eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Peterbilt three eight nine. It's a Peterbilt three eight nine. Oh, was it really? I didn't. I, boy, you really looked. At no, I didn't. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, this is okay. just. I'm, this is okay, the, the iconic. Is what I'm saying. saying. It is okay. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, it's a Peterbilt three eighty nine <laughs> just flying through fucking space. But what makes it kind of cool is. Because of how space works, which is one of the few things, the few times when I say how space works, that it actually works correctly, sort of, in, in this movie. movie. Right. 
What? Oh God. Uh, you know what? This is even tough to say right now, but like it's a long, super long, almost freight train style tube that hangs out the back of it because it doesn't need wheels and there's no friction. So it can go like a snake through space, which I kind of like the concept of. That being said, I wrote this down later. Just if we're going to go off of the space mechanics in this space truckers movie. If for a space movie, I've never seen a movie care less about the physics of space in my fucking life. You will never know if they're in zero gravity or not until somebody gets punched and then... Fully wires. You could see the wires. hundred percent. Could you see the wires? Yeah. Oh, so many. Could many you wires. see the wires? So many times. Almost, almost <laughs> yes. every single time. Almost every single time somebody flies through the air, you can see the fucking thick black wires pulling them through. But you'll never know that they're in zero yeah. g. There's a moment where everyone's just kind of walking around, just hanging out, <laughs> sitting down, enjoying their food. Blah blah blah. Punches a guy, and the guy flies through fucking space or whatever. Oh god. Um, they don't get the airlocks right either. Like every door that closes right. and they go through an airlock, you can just see right through the cracks of the door. God, they, I, mean, I would love to know the budget of this movie. I have no idea. Oh, we can't can, be, it's got to be. They got Dennis Hopper, man. I know. They had to spend it on cast. That's what I'm saying. They, they, spend they it got fucking Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper somehow. Who was just and, fucking. He's supposed awesome. to be a great actor, right? He's yeah. so Not good in this. this. No, are you kidding? Dude, he sounds like he's just he's at a you table are, read doing but it. But it's because it's on purpose. That's on purpose. This movie's made like that. It's not a... $25 uh, million. They okay, made... Yeah. That's they made right. one point. They made 1.6. <laughs> uh, yeah. The director was making it as an homage to B-movies, so it's, it's what it is. It's supposed to be. Nope. Nope, I'm not buying it. You don't I think no, so. I never ever buy it when a director makes a shitty it's movie. Even listed comedies. No, 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 no. Because Dennis Hopper would not sign up to do a B movie. He would not do what? that. Dennis Hopper okay. would not be like, "Oh, you're doing an homage to B horror right. movies. Let me sign up to do a, a shitty movie that's going to make no let money me, whatsoever." Let me tell you, uh, just as somebody who was actually there in 1990 when this movie was made, I was alive. But go ahead. But okay, who was an adult when this movie was made? It's uh, Dennis Hopper was not that famous at the time. He's gotten more famous over time. Ah. That he was famous, but he was look at his list of movies from that time. I'm gonna look him up. Yeah, look at the stuff. I'm gonna look up Dennis Hopper. Why is is he not popping up? Go down. Oh yeah, he doesn't want to be associated with this. No, up. See on the right hand side. He wants to be buried. That's what his part was. No, he's John, he's the main guy. He yeah, can't be I, underneath building commander <laughs> Olen Flawawi, who's you never think been. He gets the choice of where he's listed in the cast back then. Yes, <laughs> so he knew what he was making. He was support. a featured guy. It's Dennis Hopper in this go, fucking go movie. Night, go to the year nineteen. I think you, I think any time a director okay. makes a piece of shit movie yeah. and then says, "You say it's all in the past," right? and then I, says, I "Oh, this is an homage say. to B movies." I know what he was in. There you go. You're there. Yeah. All right. There. So buy this. So find, we had find, find the best. Thing he had do. done Super Mario Brothers, which was a bomb. I get that. Yeah. But done Waterworld. He did Waterworld, which, which was another a bomb. horrible bomb. He was a. But then he was in Basquat, which Bas or however you say that. But that's okay. an Oscar-winning movie, me, I think. I want you to take all of those movies together and do the box office, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's a box office problem. Okay. I'm not saying. That he didn't sign up to do space truckers for whatever financial reasons he had to do space and truckers. And the last days of Frank and the Fly. But there's no. But you started this off saying, destroy. saying like, well, 
it was an homage to B-movies. Like, that's an excuse. No. This... There's no excuse. When a, when a director <laughs> makes, when you get twenty five sure, million dollars, you that's can do not enough it money is. to do what you're. 1996, 25 million dollars, you could do a lot. I Kevin, do, we found out that indie movies can can do Just look so at much with budget. Go to Waterworld. It was on the same page. You're, oh, you're not there anymore. I see you just click on Waterworld. Tell me its budget. And I loved this movie. Yeah, but, I understand. But I'm, saying, but it's I'm not going to let the director get away with saying that it was an homage to Dick. Like <laughs> this was this was a fucking uh, you could have done better. There's so many you could have gotten the wires out of those frame shots. You could have done better choreography for the fights. You could have done better space physics. You could have paid a bit more attention to fucking science class. You could have done, no no no. None of that is a director going. A director going. Uh, oh, it was an homage to B movies. That's why I decided to make it bad. You can see the wires. That, yes. It's all an inside such joke. Such a cop out. Dennis actor. Dennis Hopper. Bad acting in this movie. And I want to hear. Oh, he did that on purpose. Or oh, it's you know it's now, the thing in the fucking. He didn't write the guy. Here's the, the thing. Point. Here's the thing. I liked his acting in this, but yeah. now I agree with you. It's over the top. It's cheesy. It's hammy. And I think he was giving it his all, and it, it's bad. But it works so well in this fucking bad movie that I genuinely loved watching that like every time I saw him, because here's the thing, here's the Dennis Hopper character fully. And I absolutely love his character because he has no arc whatsoever. He's a sort of good guy when it starts. He's a sort of good guy when it ends. And it's great. Like he, you meet him at first and he's like, oh, I love you, babe. You're going to marry me if I take it to earth. He makes it, he makes a contract with her, right? Which is kind of a shitty thing to do. He sees that she's vibing with Steven Dorff. And he like gets up in there. And he's like kind of a creepy old man vibes. But then he totally saves, you know, saves the day sort of. You know, gets him out of there. And then uh, he is totally appeasing to everybody. Every time he meets anybody, he's like, all right, yeah, it's fine. It's cool. We got this. No worries. Like, we're, we'll, we're not a threat. I love him. He's not an action hero. He's just a guy trying to just get through his day. Trying to do his job. So trying to do his job. He's the hero, and Debbie Mazar plays the villain in this. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, Here we God. go. <laughs> Way of the fucking gun. Here we go. What What do you mean, Debbie Mazar? Again, I would say a victim in all of this was the villain. <laughs> fucking, oh. So the start, just the start alone, I was like, "What am I fucking in for?" Maybe we should have chose Covenant. Yes, I will say. <laughs> or Forbidden Planet. I almost don't want to watch Forbidden Planet anymore now, just because this movie tries so hard to be Spaceballs and it can't. It was, oh, it you're thinking Spaceball vibes? See, I uh, no, not just... bad. No, it wants to be Spaceballs so bad, but it can't. I... Okay, I have to disagree with that. I don't. That is, I agree with that. That's my point. I was making I, earlier. That's what they were trying no, to do. Okay, this is where I disagree with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I think the director and crew got together and tried to genuinely make a fun convoy style space movie with you, not a spoof of no anything. No one would put that together and not call it a spoof. You can't no. say well, it's convoy and oh, space. really? You can't say space opera and get Star Wars. You can't say space western and get Firefly. You can't say space convoy and get space truckers. Well, All no. I'm saying is you could put space in front of any subcategory of genre and get yourself a relatively cool space movie. You put space space water. I think yeah, space yeah. water. Absolutely, is that amazing scene in Interstellar. Have you seen it? 
real cool. That's space water. It's a whole 20 minutes of the movie. And you lose It's very important. He loses a lot of... In fact, you could say space water is the whole reason a lot of uh, the conflict of Interstellar happens. There's a lot of weird wordage in this, too. Like, when it, right when it starts, you're slipstreaming into Darth Vader's castle where there's star, starship troopers... Like, fighting off this robot. There's a guy on the intercom that says, Sector Perimeter, which, it, I mean, did you, was there anyone in your command named Lieutenant General or fucking anything like that? They just took this two is, terms. This is the future. I love it. And you then the you robot slap comes, words together, right? Yeah. The robot Space. comes out and he has fucking straight up <laughs> Iron Man laser. Wait, what was the beginning? But You know what? Here's Water, the thing. The robot's <laughs> breaking in. I'm going to be honest. Like, Last night, I tried, I started this movie, uh, and the beginning, I, like, I was falling asleep during, and I woke up, and I see, uh, now, am I wrong that that's John Hurt? That's not John Hurt. No, that's not John Hurt. Who is that? <laughs> Richard, um, who's the, who played the villain? Who played? Oh, the villain, I got it. Hang on. What's his name? He's very famous. Mr. Sags. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Charles Dance. Charles Dance. There we go. Yeah. So Charles Dance, just side note. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> to play, who plays Sags? No, not Sags. No, the, the guy the with the burnt guy. off the cyber oh, yeah, yeah. So the pirate Charles Dance is such a beloved British actor. Like, I mean, like he's a, a BAFTA award winning, like super, like he's one of those uh, uh, Shakespearean trained fucking like he's been on, he's been on like classically trained theater. He's so well respected, especially over in, in Britain that during their uh, pub, during like one of their quiz shows called Big Fat Quiz of the Year, mm-hmm. which by the way, again, uh, yeah. side note, side note, yeah. side note, I'm so sorry, but if you are a Angliophile, which I think is the right word for people who like British culture, uh, if you're someone who enjoys that kind of stuff and you like Jimmy Carr, he hosts something called Big Fat Quiz of the Year, which there's so many on YouTube, and they're a few hours long a piece that just type that into YouTube. They're freely available. It's so much fun. It's just a panel of comedians that you might recognize even from stuff over here like Richard Ayoade. Um, and then a few other people. Um, Martin Freeman, I think, has been on an episode or two. Uh, it's so fucking good. It's so funny. They cover like the year's events. It's just sort of a popcorn of like trivia, and it's a sure. lot of fun. Uh, I love it so much. So, backing up. Why did I? So we backing up to uh, the villain. Oh, during Big Fat Quiz of the Year. They have a segment where you have to guess the autobiography of a famous celebrity that came out that year. And they have Charles Dance read a passage from it. And typically what they'll pick is like a girl that was on their uh, British version of like a Jersey Shore. So it's like some, like like if uh, the situation came out with a, with a thing and uh, with an autobiography, mm-hmm. and he was talking about a night where he was doing uh, jelly shots off of like some stripper's ass asshole or something. They'll get Richard Dance to read that particular page, and it's very funny because he typically wouldn't degrade himself like that, or so I fucking thought. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but seriously though, this is a uh, this is a pretty degrading role for Richard Dance. This is Not a Richard movie. Dan, Charles Dan. This is a movie Sorry. for people that watch NASCAR. As soon as I saw the beer floating through space, I'm like, oh yeah, this is NASCAR. Fucking get your nachos and your Mountain Dew. And yeah. And sit around with your family and watch this. Mr. Sags, the guy who plays Mr. Sags is just yeah. in this movie for a SAG check. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the acting was just 
You think so? Even the only at the good end? actor was that one villain, the Nazi pirate rapist gimp. Oh, you think? Yeah, okay. Charles Dance, Charles beloved Dance. BAFTA award-winning yeah. British <laughs> actor. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. he's classically Super trained. Super famous actor. Uh, we have. Oh yeah. By the way, Shane Rimmer. He's known for being that uh, the controller in Superman Two, mm-hmm. which I actually do think he's well known for. I think it's that flight mm-hmm. controller guy. Uh, he's the so older Gotham waterboard technician with Batman Begins. Ooh, God, is he not well-known? No. No, he is. I recognize his face, right? Nah. Sort of? No? Was, do we? Yeah. Is he somebody? No. Is he, did he do anything? Not. What's going on? <laughs> he was in Love Lord? What yeah. the fuck is Love Lord? Uh, come on, come on. He's been in something. Did he die? Is he alive? He died in not 2019. Batman. He was in what? He was Spy in Batman. Batman. Just, he's a, just a face. Yeah, right. Yeah, just the a face. He was in Rollerball. Yeah, the spy who loved me. There he goes. He's Commander Carter. If you ever watch The Spy Who Loved Me, which of course it's James Bond, it's the Roger Moore one, so maybe that's why no one recognizes him. Good uh, line, good line. Uh, oh yeah, I also called this movie The Room in Space. The Room in Space. Okay, that's not fair. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that's entirely fair because The Room was so poorly acted. Um, okay. Yep. <laughs> so okay, here's so other than of course the atrocious special effects right. and the uh, atrocious the CGI, CGI wasn't that bad for, for the time. time for the time okay I for do time, I am forgetting this movie, and the practical movie, miniatures it's, effects it's not bad it's 1996 it's just yeah so the practical the special effects for the time were good I get ish but they're still they're still shitty to watch right. now but the practical effects which by 1996, we figured yeah, out how to make how to hide yeah. wires in movies. That's just, uh, <laughs> just money. That was just some bullshit. So um, shame on them for that. Now, at w- kind of the the crux of this movie is you have Dennis Hopper's character as a big rig trucker uh, in space, and he uh, what he has on board are square pigs, which is a which I think is the most this this movie predicted the future in a way that like I think is going to actually exist because right now, of course, when you look at the way we treat pigs, cows, uh, chickens across like the, the way that they're raised, quote unquote, where they're just put in stacked on stacked on cages and fed until they're too fat to fucking walk around. I mean, it's horrific. I love nuggets too, like chicken nuggets. Don't get me wrong. It's tough to to back away from that kind of culture, but the way we treat animals is horrific. This is the next step of that. This is... We're literally just going to breed pigs so that they can fit into boxes. So we're going to make square pigs. So it's easier to put square pigs and shove them into cages than it would be, you know, create circular cages, I guess, maybe for just for stacky reasons. And then they feed them up as fat as possible. They literally were just faces with just fat, gelatinous bodies behind them, which is gross. But I also think 100% if we're, when we're space, when when we are a, a space faring people, it's going to be that bad. No, I it's think. not, Amy. Because they're already is. cloning meat, and they're not making brains, and they're just, there's, it's just meat. There's no... But then you know meat. people, I'm not going to point fingers, but probably yeah. nationalist Christian people True. are going to start fighting the whole cloned meat thing, because they're going to be like, that's not what God wants us to eat. He well, didn't put anywhere in the Bible that we should be cloning shit. So, either, exactly, so, yeah. so I don't know. They, they win everything, and Louis yeah. C.K. has a good bit about that. He's like, Christians are the main one, and the Lord goes like, why? And he's like, let me tell you why. 
what year is it? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. What year is it? But that's there, true. if that ever came up in in our future, <laughs> it's like, look, you it? can either have no abortion or no cloned meat. You fucking pick one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. Yeah. I would rather actually not have them. I would, well, let's not get into that. <laughs> uh, so I put I put yeah. The pigs are all are the most realistic part. That's basically doing that anyway. Um, I actually okay. So I love. The costumes, I love the set design, and the way I love the that the diner is a circular um, track kind of thing that you get from those, uh, like from the futuristic movies, like the, you know what I'm talking about, where it's like, yeah. it, it's a ring, so it's like a ring system, but the way they must have shot that, I was just thinking, is like crazy, because there are scenes where Dennis Hopper, Stephen Dorff, and um, the, uh, the girl, um, God, I wish I knew their names. John, Frank, and Susie or whatever, right? Like, they, they're they doing their scene, standing, like, sitting up straight and standing up straight. But if you look in the background, it's curved upwards. And what I'm thinking is it would have been easier for them to just build a set that curved upwards uh, and then put the tables at an angle and then just have the actors lean back to make it look like they were yeah. sitting up straight than it would be to, like, CGI some effect that made it look like it warped or bent or whatever. So I think that's what they did. Probably and I think that they, yeah, I sure, think that they yeah. did the pretty... There's some good camera trickery in there. They did some. They did yeah. a good job to make it look they, like they did miss a few gags that they could have done in that scene where it's like the di- the trucker diner and they're eating and stuff. They could have thrown like a gag, like some kind of meal, some kind of like you know envelop you in the world a little bit more rather yeah. than thinking, oh, this is just a cheesy like movie. They're at the diner, a fight breaks out. But I did like the one line where the, the they're talking about a guy that died and all that was left was his dick and they're yeah. like, Yeah, we put it in a tennis they put it in a tennis ball container and like shot it in his face. <laughs> that's, that's pretty great if yeah. you think about it. And there was they there was it almost made me super happy because like when the fat guy gets sucked out through the window, yeah. I thought when he when he went up and his ass went up into the window, I thought it was gonna suck all of his guts out of his ass yeah. and like shoot it in It'd his be face. Super gory. I was like I was excited yeah. for that and then it totally didn't happen. Yeah. No, see, I'm glad that it didn't. I'm glad it didn't happen. I'm glad it didn't get gory. Um, well, no, I was trying to keep his rating too. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, but speaking of yeah, the gags. You're right. They should have done like a. You want your regular. You want the usual is what she should have said, right? And then the usual should have been some a futuristic version of greasy diner food. It should have yeah, been like right. a like a not a cheeseburger. Because like maybe, maybe cows maybe it. cows are extinct by then. Yeah, give us a tentacle or something. Right. Give us like, uh, but I, I do like that she has to recycle all the all the leftovers. That was like a so. There's a few little clever. Whoever wrote this was thinking about futuristic stuff. Who the director let the vision of the writing down because I think the direction, oftentimes he yada yada a few critical things. Like if you're gonna at some point take what I would have loved to have been more of a Clint Eastwood with a primate trying to get across the country vibe of space truckers is what I was sort of vibing. Mm -hmm. And that is the beginning. A hundred percent is him punching. uh, uh, Is that the guy that played? uh, Well, anyway, punches Ah. the employer in the face, gets into a, a roadhouse style brawl, gets up on the road and leaves. But then, Gets attacked by pirates. You're thinking, oh, okay, here's an adventure type thing. Mm-hmm. And then at some point it just turns into, here's killer robots. we got to turn this into the last 15 minutes of Armageddon sacrifice, blah, 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 blah. It's such a, it's like such a lazy way to tie this movie together. I hate it. They could have put anything, anything in that cargo that wasn't killer robots. And it would have made for a better movie at the end if 
it was just like, oh, this is a bunch of drugs we're transporting? Not on our watch. And then they just are trying to outrun the fucking company. That would have made a fun movie. The robot had a southern accent. Did it? Oh, yeah, it did. The, the onboard computer. Remember hey the there, end, remember, partner. Remember the end of Slipstream where uh, no. the Mark Hamill's... <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck no, I don't. Mark you? Hamill's partner like gets with... Uh, what's his fucking name? Bill... Paxton. Well, Bill Paxton or Paul. Like, yeah, you just killed my best friend. I'm gonna. You're we're together now, and you fucking drugged me and like forced a kiss on me and all that shit. There's like oh. a lot of attitude like that in this movie. Like right <laughs> after fucking yeah. uh, Dorf or Steve Dorf, Star- Charles Dance, Char- the young guy. Oh, Stephen Dorf. Stephen Dorf, the uh, main villain of Blade. Of Blade tries to fuck tries to fuck the chick even though she has a marriage contract. And then he comes in, he's all, like, aggressive with him, like, and then later they're just like, oh, hey, uh, you know, we might all die, let's all have, like, this secret stash of beer. It's like, yeah, you just tried to fuck my future wife, cheers, like, we're just gonna hang out. But, okay, now, to to that point, I would argue that John, that's Dennis Hopper's character, I do know that, yeah, I'm just gonna look at the list of the names, I can start calling them by their names. John, um, even though they're not listed, okay, John, Mike, and Cindy, there we go, I was really close with Susie and whatever the fuck I said earlier. (laughs) Uh, but anyway, yeah, so John, he, I think at that point when he, when he came, he even admits later that he was jealous the way that he saw that they were vibing, right? So I think when he, when he came in and saw that they were mostly naked and he got angry, of course he got angry because in his mind he's thinking, oh, she'll probably, and, and listen, he really was kind of taking her away from a shitty life. He was trying to get her to earth and what he was asking in return was that he marries her, but I do think that he probably would have taken good care of her. Right, like it wasn't like a nefarious, just horny old man vibe. I didn't get necessarily. I got like he genu- genuinely was. He had a crush on her. He loved her. She didn't vibe on him the same way because he's an older man, right? Uh, and she meets this hot young guy, and, she, and you know, like that's more of her. That's more of her vibe. No, he's hot. What are you saying? He's not hot. He was no. the spokesperson for Blue cigarettes. He's super. He's a babe, Stephen Dorf. Stephen Dorf, uh, or at least he was. I don't know what he's into now. He's been in a few really good movies. No, no we're not going there. Just yeah, fucking everyone. It's my, my brain. Steven, is Steven Dorf is... Is he no, Worf? Yeah. Is he Worf? No, what the... F- no, he's not Worf from Star Trek, if that's what you're thinking. No. Steven Dorf, this guy. Oh, okay. He's from Blade. Blade. He's the main villain yeah. in Blade. He was also in that Nick, Nick Cage World Trade Center movie. Yeah. He's in Immortal, which which Immortal's like. Oh, but then he's Righteous also... Righteous Gemstones. No, Righteous Gemstones. I watched that show. It's Immortal's the Marvel one, or... Uh, or no, those are the Eternals. Never mind, sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, Immortals was that 300 style kind of cool, whatever the fuck uh, movie that came out a little while ago, uh, 2011. I liked it. It's got some really cool scenes. Uh, anyway, we're not going to go down this road, but hold on. Wow, Space Truckers and Blade were like two years apart. Yep. What are his producer credits? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see. There is something that I, I, I know him from that I think he's great in what was it uh blossom <laughs> no not blossom it was uh there's like a movie i fucking love that he's in that he's like a he's like a uh it might be deuces wild i haven't seen blade in such a long time is that the one where he's like blade ready to die yeah he turns into super bad cgi blood or at least he was going to anyway deuces wild this is an underrated classic 2002 it's just like a like a Kind of a gangster type movie. I, I loved it. Um, anyway, moving on. Whatever. Who cares? So, this is a bad porno with no sex. I wish there was more. Wow. This is the one time you get a I little would, bit of titty, a little bit of titty by accident. By accident, you do get a little bit. Little I would bit. say, I would say, 
You're absolutely right. This this is the one time I would agree with Mike's general position on life that there should have been a little bit more nudity in this. You get a little bit of nipple by accident. Is what you I do get it. I've seen it. It was that one scene, yeah. and it's where the, she's where she's he's trying to get his robot dick to work, yep. and then she fucks him up. Charles Dance's character is trying to get his robot dick to work so that he can rape this woman. Uh, just so that just just so that we're very clear, BAFTA award winning Charles Dance, uh, beloved British actor. <laughs> Was trying to get his robot dick started, <laughs> his half cyborg robot dick started, so he could rape Debbie Mazur's so character. Hilarious. Sometimes I think we watched not the same movie, and I, sometimes we you don't. didn't think that we, that's a rape. No, 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 I didn't mean that. I'm just okay. saying the overall views of this movie. Like, and at what point it would well, so be different. okay if, you, if she the three did? Of us are so it's, different. But she is the villain. All three of us. Are no, yeah, I was about to say just real quick. Yeah. At what point when this poor girl was about to get raped, did you think, man, I hope this villain gets what's coming to her? <laughs> what, were you, what were you thinking in that moment? I'm honestly? thinking like the, I, they better show what this dick looks like. Honestly, I was I, rooting actually, for nipples. Yes. I was rooting for tits and one dick, just to see because she knocks him down. You see his whole body, and there's they nothing there. The dick. I know. I no, wish like, they they're, not gonna, they're not going to do the rating. They're trying to make money. I was picturing money. something like cyborg. Yeah. They know it was going to lose. I was picturing something like cyborg from Teen Titans is like shoulder, like that. It's like no, but this was way worse. That's, I will say that whoever did the special effects on the on his body did a great job because he looked grotesque. It looked it like pulsated. It had hydraulics. It had like a, a, a again a real retro futuristic vibe to it because I feel like uh, especially the way that the computers and all that everything worked is like 1996 future is a little bit weird. Yeah. But now, what are, what are your thoughts? You were saying, well, I'm you just think saying that the we have three a different of us, opinion. Just, about, just like in the, he was talking about the woman bill and the same thing, different opinions. We're just saying this movie, there's three totally different opinions on this movie. You didn't like it much, sounds like. Yeah. You liked it for the same reason I thought it was really well done for what it was. Because, but you don't do that. You don't do it for what it was. You don't. You look at every movie as if it's got a $200 million budget, the same as a $25 million budget. Nope. And, and that's you don't, not true. What you, uh, You're putting words in my mouth, but said, go ahead. But the <laughs> things that you've said should be improved in this movie, I've been adding them in my head as you went. And you you said $50 million worth of additional expenses that nope. they didn't ask. Hold on, wait. It's not expenses. <laughs> this, Saw, the, the first Saw movie was filmed in 21 days with almost no fucking budget. What, and now it's one of the biggest horror franchises. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Could have done an Oscar worthy performance in this movie. Wouldn't have been the same movie. It would have that would have fit about? with the no, rest no, of it. But no, what okay, hold on. I think any fucking actor in any movie Your job can, is to fit. No. Nope, what you said no. was so great. I, my, it was perfect I, for this my, movie. You put words in my mouth. Let me finish. I'm saying I think that Dennis Hopper could have done like he could have taken this this role and given it and given an Oscar worthy performance. He didn't. Right. Because because he didn't, because they probably didn't pay him enough to do it, right? He's the reason why I wrote down the note, The Room in Space, was his acting. Yeah. And, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I'm telling you that that is on purpose. And that, that is acting. It's just as much acting. In other words, it's like when a, a female, to go back to what we were saying, plays a bimbo versus playing a smart person. They can do both. But playing a bimbo, you gotta act stupid. You gotta act a certain He's way. He's playing yeah, a bad actor what, playing fucking this kind guy. Kind of, yes. That's exactly no, kind of the point. No, he's playing. I get that he's not 
I get that he's not a Shakespearean character in this. Right. So no, 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 no. I get that John Canyon, written for the movie Space Truckers, is not a elegant part full of nuance and fucking all this bullshit. But I'm saying Dennis Hopper showed up to set on Space Truckers and phoned it the fuck in, is what I'm saying. He did not show up going, I'm going to make this the best cheesy, low-budget bullshit movie that I've ever made That's and great. really fit my acting and, and to so blend in... What? Why are you so angry? Well, I don't know because you're well. You're putting words no. in my mouth, which I didn't no. appreciate. I repeated your exact words back to you. What you words said. were those? I don't even remember now because I'm high. You're paraphrasing. <laughs> I think you're doing it incorrectly. But continue your point. Okay, my point. I'll just I'm just gonna tell you what I thought about that, the movie. Yes. Y'all will let me get something in today. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm waiting. Yeah. All right. Okay. But this is what I actually wrote about it. From the neon lit spaceports to the cramped confines of the cargo hauler. Every frame is bursting with charm and personality. The char- it's supposed to be retro-futuristic, and it is. And then I talk about the actors, but the whole point of it, it's not Shakespeare. I wrote that. Well, you were just saying I wrote. Yeah. The point is, it's let's be real, this isn't Shakespeare. Space Truckers is a B-movie through and through with a plot as ludicrous as entertaining, dialogue that's equal parts cheesy and quotable. Okay. So you're, you're, that, none of that works if he puts in the performance you're talking about. So that's your opinion. Right. But I, and then I put, this is actual what I wrote in my article. But therein lies its charm. It's a film that doesn't take itself seriously, inviting viewers to sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride through the cosmos. So we have a completely different, that's what I'm saying. We're viewing, you, when we viewed this movie, I just sat back, hey, this is fun. Yeah, I had a lot and of fun cheesy. watching this. Did I not say that I loved this super fun movie and, that we watched? But if you take all that out of it that you're saying. No. I'm then it's not it, that movie anymore. It's a different fucking movie. That's all I'm saying. They could no, no no to no, do right, all the changes what, you've said. It's not the same movie. It's the That's same. That's the whole point of making the changes. Okay, I'm forgiving a lot of bullshit of yeah. this movie because the premise of it is so insane, and the fact that they got Dennis Hopper to be the main character is mind-boggling to me. And Stephen Dorff in a weird in a younger role pre-Blade. Right. It's just weird. So that's what enveloped me. It's not that the the director did an amazing job making a deliberate B movie. I think I think a writer wrote a cool ass space truckers movie. They got Dennis Hopper on board. They got Steven Dorf on board. Then a director fucked a lot of it up because the fact that you can see the wires. I'm going to bring this up again. The fact that you can see the wires. That's not deliberate, Mike. That's not a deliberate well, choice. That don't is know if it is that not, is bad. Honestly. No, that is bad filmmaking. Mm-hmm. You could go into the fight scenes later on when there's when the robots come up. The inconsistency of what those robots can do is mm-hmm. not deliberate B movie bullshit. That is bad filmmaking. Is what I'm saying, and that takes the movie down. And I know it wouldn't be the same movie if they didn't have all those mistakes. You're absolutely right. It would be but a you're better movie. A parody, you're supposed to. It's do not a mistakes. parody. It's not a parody. It's not a parody. What's it parodying? Is it parodying Convoy or is it parodying Space Movies? I'm going to quote you early. Tell me if I'm wrong on this because I've listened to what you're saying. Did you not say that this movie wishes it was another movie earlier? Yeah, you said it it wishes it was Spaceballs. It wanted to be the next Spaceballs. Like, let's try to do this. And they did a shitty job. That's what they were trying to do. And Spaceballs is a shitty movie, too. I just... (laughs) So I'm disagreeing with you guys. I think that Dennis Hopper probably signed on for what he thought was going to be a cool space movie. A cool space convoy. Mm -hmm. And I think that he acted in a way that was consistent with that. And I think it was cool. 
But I think the director fucked it up. I don't think this is a deliberately bad movie. I don't think it's a parody of of other things. It might it might contain jokes, like because they didn't even the jokes that they make aren't even aren't even like laugh out loud funny parody jokes. They're more social commentary jokes. It's like when you get to the very end of the movie and they're uh, and you look outside the hospital and there's just a mass of fucking poor people waiting to get in. That's not like a parody. That's like a, a strong social like commentary on what the future is going to hold. And I think they did the same thing with the pigs. I really do feel like the writer wrote a solid fucking space convoy movie. I think they added robots in and stuff, which I, uh, I, I feel like, and the robots, and then whoever directed it did not give a shit about the space stuff. Like, didn't give a shit about how zero gravity works. Didn't give a shit about how, how. I think you're uh, right about all that. Yeah. It could have been more immersive if they put those things in there. But in yeah, Spaceballs, they didn't do that either. That's my whole point. But a, no, but that's same... where I disagree. Spaceballs is a deliberate. Star Wars parody. It's they're going shot for shot, frame for frame, sure. making an like it's a scary movie. It's a it's gravity one, doesn't work right in Star Wars either. So what? in Star Wars, gravity doesn't work right either. So it doesn't. But we the forgive whole that. Thing. We yeah, forgive. Exactly. I was I, I was yeah. actually going to bring that up earlier. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say we forgive Star Wars for their for their bullshit when it comes yeah. to gravity too. You, People like didn't forgive yeah. the bomb drop in that in one of the more <laughs> the, the, the trilogy. Yeah. There's a yeah. there's yeah. a. Uh, controversial it's bomb drop. last Jedi Rise of Skywalker one. Yeah, where they drop the bombs, yeah. and that's not how yeah. fucking Space Wars no. Star Wars does it badly, but right. Star Wars also isn't parodying anything. No. Star Wars it's is just, just bad. They just got <laughs> yeah. space wrong in the right. 70s and had to stick to those rules. Mm-hmm. But that also makes it not like, you know, but then we can argue the Star Wars another time. This could have been a better movie. I think they fucked it up. I think, I love it, but I, I really strongly disagree because there's been so many fucking movies we've watched where you've come at me and said that the act, the director has said this was a deliberate choice to be a bad movie. And that cannot be the case for every movie that gets made. You don't throw $25 million at a movie to make a shitty parody movie that makes no money. You make... Like, you throw $25 million at an idea to make a cool space convoy movie, I buy that. Like, I'm just saying, this... This movie, for all the reasons I love it, yeah. uh, is a is as a it could have been way better. It, it, the director, I think, fucked it all up. I, I liked the writer, Ted Mann, whoever this is. Ted Mann. What else has he written? He wrote NYPD Blue a few times, I guess. No, those are producers. Writer. Uh, yeah, Hatfields, McCoy, Deadwood. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Total Recall, twenty seventy, the yeah. TV show, Millennium. All right, well, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Disco Beaver from Outer Space, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. He exactly. wrote that. Not a parody at all. Whoa. <laughs> Ted Mann. National Lampoon bitch. guy. Yeah, you're right, Andy. <laughs> okay, the National Lampoon guy wasn't trying to write a parody. All right, well, that <laughs> blew up in my write, face a little yeah, bit. But little let me bit. just say, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Hopper. But thanks for yelling at me for 30 minutes about it. Okay? Dennis Hopper did not <laughs> sign up to, to write, do a parody. <laughs> okay, Andy. No, that's what I'm saying. Dennis right. Hopper didn't sign stick up for your parody. Stick to it. I'd stick to it if I was you. No, I'm not wrong. Dennis Hopper, when he signed up for this movie, there's no way you, he's... You he's, think you're just calling Dennis Hopper stupid because you're not going to tell me that anybody who signs up from a writer from National Lampoon, one of his first projects, thinks they're going to some Oscar-winning bullshit. 
He needed a paycheck, but I don't. Stupid. I don't think he. <laughs> he needed a paycheck or an alibi or something. Yeah, so, whatever whatever. Dennis Hopper. But he does knew what he was shattered. signing up for. Is my point. You're saying he didn't, and I, there's no way he didn't know what he was signing up for. Dennis Hopper. He's not that dumb. Strippers. You're calling him an idiot. I don't think. Oh, I am calling dumb. him. I'm calling him a bad actor in this. I think he could have done a better job. <laughs> I kind of hate that he uh, phoned this in. This could have been a really, really fun. <laughs> A really fun fucking thing, yeah. but uh, well, anyway, we have drastically different opinions on this. Yeah, uh, the ending toward, towards the ending. Oh well, yeah, uh, I have more notes, but fucking yeah, Vicky Valancourt is about to. Uh, how do I say this without being controversial? Allow the Nazi pirate to rape her. Rape her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was willing to do that to save everybody. Oh, what a great line then, from Dennis Hopper! Is that what you're about to say? No, 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 no. Oh. Then, then they're like on the ship, and he's like, "Hey, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I did this whole thing for you to marry me. It, it weren't right, and all that shit." And then she's all like, "It's all good. You, uh, you don't have to marry me." And she's like, "Fine." She could have, could have sucked him off or something. Wow. For his troubles. Is that why she's the villain in your eyes? No, because <laughs> that's a really strong, strong t- stance to take. You were gonna marry the guy and have to suck him off forever. <laughs> I don't think she should have had to suck him off. I, I think that they. Ch- Choosing not to add that in was a great choice by the director. I'll give him that. Uh, For him to not be like, you know, I can at least get a blowjob from all this. Uh, So, he gets into trouble with the company over this this bullshit. He gets a a controversial... uh, In order to leave the station after getting in trouble with this, like, kind of a big shot company man, he, uh, John, has to leave... And they put uh, and they give him an illegal cargo, and that's why when he gets uh, when he leaves, people are you know trying to get it, uh, just to keep people if they haven't seen it. Uh, oh, I like that his hat has no brim because why was it? There's no sun. There's no sun. It's a beanie. No, no, it's a no, but it's, it's a trucker hat where yeah. they deliberately cut the brim yeah. off of because there's no sun to get in your eyes because yes. you're in space. Uh, Oh, I think one of those cops, I'm not entirely sure, one of the ones that gets, uh, uh, is Django Fett from Django Fett. But I might be wrong. I think they just look alike. When they when that pirate ship gobbles up the ship, first off, I, I was turned on. Because that was awesome. It's just a long snake just going into a giant hole of a ship. But, but um, there's a moment, there's a moment where... So we meet Charles Dance, and Charles Dance in the beginning, well, we meet Charles Dance in the beginning, and he's the inventor of these killer fucking cyborg robots who can disintegrate you with just, like... No, it, it turns your insides into fucking a bunch of silly putty mixed together. Yeah, and it just melts you, and it just disintegrates you. So, he, uh, he shows this off to the president, uh, or like, shows this off to this guy, he's like, the main guy, the main bad guy, or whatever, uh, and he goes, hey, here we go, isn't this great? Uh, it works under your command per only. This is awesome. And the guy's like, wonderful. And then without saying a word, the the robot just knows that the next thing it needs to do is melt half of Charles Dance. And so he does that. <laughs> and then Charles Dance being, I guess, not even half, like, like uh, probably, no, about half a man, somehow over the course of however long it's been since that happened, uh, rebuilt himself. With a fully functional robotic penis. And this is beloved BAFTA actor 
Charles Dancer. Charles Dancer. Jerking his cyborg dick. He has a little, like, lawnmower pull start. Like, when he, like, and when it gets going, it lights up and starts emitting a fucking mechanical noise. It's been designed to make women. It pulses out certain, emits a frequency that is irresistible to women. And she's looking at it going, oh my god, I'm going to puke. It's like... And he looks fucking disgusting. And then he proceeds to... Oh, but anyway, before that happens, he has the uh, the three heroes tied up. And uh, there's people going through their ship. They're trying to open up the, the illegal cargo. It's very difficult because it's like this uh, titanium fucking thing. They're trying to keep these robots in check. Uh, and he threatens to cut off Steven Dorff's dick with a saw. Circular saw. And when he does this, Steven Dorff's like, Don't cut off my dick, man. And John ch- chimes in. He goes, listen, if you're going to chop off anybody's dick, blah, 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 blah. Says his little line. And Charles Dance's reply is he reaches down and he grabs Stephen Dorff's dick. Yeah. And he goes, is this your dick? <laughs> says it to John. And John goes, no. And Stephen Dorff goes, that's my dick. And it's just one of the weirdest no reason scenes I've ever seen in a movie. It had I don't know if that was Charles Dance method acting or not because again he's a BAFTA award winning beloved celebrity. There's, did you catch the the act the coincidental social commentary in the middle? Oh, what was that? Which part? And they're they're like talking about asteroid fields and he looks out the window and he's like BlackRock. What's BlackRock? Oh, like the... That company that's buying all people's houses and shit. Oh, and shit. Like, Who yeah. also used to be... They were like big in like the Iraq war back way... Like that's what the, I was thinking yeah, of. Is Black that the Rock's company a, that has the... Security. Black security, security company, company that yeah. private military? I think so. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. So that's who's buying up all... It is spooky shit. that they're buying up all the houses. It is kind yeah. of strange, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the BlackRock thing is kind of... That was a cool uh, twist on asteroid field sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, where they... As they're they're going through the radars, picking up a bunch of asteroids, they can't see anything, and it's because it's all black rock. It's this black, uh, in, invisible rock until it gets conveniently CGI graphics close to you, and then you can see it. Uh, so they, I didn't write any notes after this movie doesn't care about the rules of space. There's a lot of bad, bad, bad choreography in the stunt work when those robots no the robots themselves the way they move is fucking dope the cgi surrounding them is awful the blue screen effects when they're out in space are atrocious the blowing people up and having them fly again with wires exposed because the whole fucking movie you see wires on people it's it's embarrassing uh that's Awful. It's like literally sparkly. It's exactly what you think from like an 80s movie. It's just like one of those sparkly explosions. Not a real yeah. flame ball, but just like uh, like a firework went off. And then you see someone get pulled on a wire yeah. into a thing. Into like a obviously cushioned whatever. Like it's it's a lot of that. And uh, eventually. You know I actually wondered when I was seeing that. I wondered in this if they ran out of money. You know, because in all movies you can watch the pre-done scenes like in from Marvel movies. And you can see the wires in the pre-done things. And yeah. then they paint them out or something at yeah. the end when they're doing the... Well, according to you, it was stuff. a deliberate choice. No, I don't know. I told you then I didn't know if it was. 
that the wire specifically, I don't know if that's because they ran out of money to paint every scene at the end or what, because it just seemed weird. It was were bad. So much. So bad. Yeah. So fucking bad. There's a, oh God. There's literally so much, the, the, the fucking zero G stuff. There's a point where they're literally just casually walking around on the, on the, on the, like ship yeah. and then someone needs to go somewhere so they just go whoop and then just jump and, and they just not, start yeah. floating yeah. off into wherever and I'm like what? <laughs> this whole fucking time? It's been zero G? How? But they know because and I tell you this if they went real zero G if they tried to wire everybody up for all the necessary yeah. zero G kind of shit that they yeah. needed to do it would have looked so bad uh, but they did the one where they're like they were they're, it's a uh, girl and the and dwarf and the chick and they're like lay they're like they're you can tell they're just laying on a blue screen like on their sides looking at each other and they're yeah. just rotating an yeah, image of the around. ship yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> god yeah they're floating yeah for their uh for the sex scene yeah. which uh, didn't it wasn't the, i like the random objects floating every now and then yeah. oh the foreground just, the background yeah. is like a toothpaste or, yeah because they want you to because <laughs> it's zero g yeah. oh god <laughs> Quote unquote. Uh, so he. That's another. Th- I put, uh, they spent the budget on miniatures. Yeah. <laughs> just so that yeah. just so the director got to keep them all at the end. Just like uh, just like I'll get something from this. I'll get a nice little space collection. And he dresses stuff. up as uh, uh, Mabel's character with the robot dick. He's <laughs> got that whole. He's got the real on. dick. <laughs> didn't even put it in the movie. Have them make it. Didn't put it on the guy. <laughs> just, just for him. This is mine. Uh, I so anyway, Dennis Hopper's character uh, becomes a good human being, gives them the blessing to get married, tells them to get married immediately. Uh, like he gives up his ob- his her obligation to marry him, and then he says, uh, "All right, go on the escape pod, get out of here." While a bunch of killer robots are you know about to kill him, they get on the space the escape pod. Now this is where I'm confused. The whole movie I was following without uh, missing a step this is where i got hung up the escape pod did steven dorf intentionally use the afterburners to kill those robots that were attacking john or was that just a happy byproduct of the pre-established escape pod coordinate protocol they don't really explain uh, that. They don't go into. They don't go into Does detail. Does it matter? All he said he was going to the Palmdale Spaceport, which I was yeah, like, he did Palmdale. say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to Palmdale yeah. Spaceport. At least they tried to. Um, not, it didn't seem plot specific. I don't know if it matters really. Well, I don't know if he was just hanging around, seeing what John was going to do, and then yeah. helped him, or if he just happened to be like, oh shit, John's in trouble, and then yeah. helped him. Like, or he didn't even notice. Right. It almost looked like he didn't notice that he killed those robots. Is what I'm saying. It looked like. Yeah. And look, if that, if it's what I think it is, which is the escape pod just happened. Right. The way the escape pod works. Yeah, that's right. To you, pull, you up, pull up, line up yeah. to the robots, yeah. and then, wait, but nope, nope, nope. I'm going to actually disregard my own theory, and here's why. Okay. No escape pod, I think, would be designed to launch off of a ship and then use its afterburners to then damage the ship on its no. way out. It would probably yeah. launch far enough away, far enough away before then, activating yeah. its own thrusters. So this right. had to be a deliberate move sure. by, by, Dorf, yeah. by Dorf. And so yeah. knowing that, it actually changes my opinion about a lot of things about this movie. Because I thought Dorf was a pretty <laughs> selfish character. Yeah. But he actually 
put his life at risk, right. I think, yeah, in that yeah, maneuver. Yeah. So that actually kind of a redemption. That probably raised a letter yeah. of this entire movie, a grade wise for me. Uh, just that. Thank you for clarifying that. My own brain. Thank you. Um, so anyway, <laughs> they. Uh, so Dennis Hopper blows up, uh, disintegrates the ship in the Earth's atmosphere along with all the robots, and this is his truck, right? This is his bad boys, Peterbilt. And they watch it blow up, and then they do, you wouldn't believe it, the old Indiana Jones trick, the old uh, whatever movie we watched that did this trick move where uh, they think that he's dead. They spend an uncomfortable amount of time on Steven Dorff and her and Cindy for, like, that scene. If you rewatch it, that's a good 30, 40 uncut seconds of them pretending to be sad that Dennis right. Hopper just died. And then, lo and behold, there's a parachute coming down. Yeah. Softest parachute landing of all time I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, they just filmed, they just threw the parachute up in the air and then had him run in front of the camera. Like <laughs> That's okay. I would even yeah. think they did it in reverse. They had somebody jump. Or no, because it's. I don't know. No, I think, yeah. They just must have had somebody, because he did take the helmet off. It was him. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, you would think, there we go, happily ever ended, happily ever after, they get home, but she goes and sees her mom, and this is where shit gets wild. The last five minutes of this fucking movie yep. are an absolute insane, just bullshit ride. We have the hospital, where Sydney is finally, so earlier in the movie, Sydney, who, again, Dennis Hopper, it tends to make his slave wife, in a way, uh, she shows him a picture of her mom, and she's a babe, <laughs> like really hot. And Dennis Hopper's like, "God damn, your mom's hot. I wish I would have loved to have met her back in the day." I didn't know that was foreshadowing at the time. I thought that was horny old man uh, Dennis Hoppering it. I didn't know. Wow, real good <laughs> foreshadowing. Because <laughs> at the end of the movie, she's like, "Oh, my mom's had a uh, operation." Blah blah blah. Turns out the operation was they cryogenically froze her until there was a cure available for her disease cured her and now she's the same age as fucking uh her daughter and she's as hot as she was in that picture and guess what the first person she lays eyes on is dennis hopper and she has the biggest lady boner crush on dennis hopper and that wait hold on we're actually not there yet then the president walks in the guy from what back to the the mom yeah I thought for a second there, when the mom like wakes up, she's like, oh, I was cryogenically frozen and everything. I thought he was going to be like, oh, I like fucked her a long time ago. Yeah, and this is my daughter, 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 and I was about to marry her. That's yeah. the vibe they give off. No, no, he's not even wrong for thinking that. I thought that too. Yeah. It's because the moment when they see each other, it's it's like they've known each other for years, and it's, they haven't <laughs> seen each other in decades, and they're seeing each other for the first time, which, let's be real real quick. From his perspective, even if that was the case, if they had been old lovers or whatever, right? From his perspective, holy shit, it's my old lover and she hasn't aged a day. From her perspective, ew. (laughs) My old lover is now this old man with a half a trucker hat. Trying to bang my daughter. Trying to bang my daughter, right? So that moment wouldn't work. Right. So them actually being just looking at each other, I don't know. But anyway, uh, the president comes in. And he says, I need you all to forget about all this bullshit. Uh, I've got a truck waiting for you, brand new rig. Uh, Here's a shitload of money. Sorry. And then, of course, Dennis Hopper being literally the, probably, I love his character in this. He just goes, yeah, cool. No, hey, hey, yeah, that's fine. 
We forget all about it. Thanks for the money. Sure. Appreciate it. Have, have a great life. Cooperation yeah, well, we'll cooperate. Yeah. Well, watch that's also Watchmen. what I would do. And it's also what you would what? do. They made me want to watch the Watchmen movie again. The <sighs> ending of that, where they all have to keep quiet about it. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what it is. This is as good as the end of Watchmen. Well, we've also said, we, we, we all have said we'd take the money and shut up. Yeah, we'd yeah. shut up. Yeah. Except... Then uh, the women, I will say, if that's your, if you're going to say that the one point where she could maybe be considered a villain. Oh, no, wait, actually, no, because it ends up being the, the money's a bomb. But I want, at the moment, when they was like, where they were like, no, we don't want the money. Uh, I was like, oh, come on, you guys are being stupid. <laughs> then they throw the briefcase out the window. And here's my next thought. This movie really has you double guessing yourself. My next thought is, oh. Briefcase full of money, shitload of homeless people. What's going to happen? It's going to break open next to the president as he's walking outside. The money's going to start flying around. He's going to get mobbed by homeless people trying to get the cash, and he's going to get like trampled or whatever. No. I thought but, it was just going to bonk him on the head. Or bonk him on the head. Yeah. No. Briefcase had a bomb. <laughs> and when they threw it out, it lands right on top of his fucking limo. Blows the limo up. Now they're on the hook for killing the president. And they gotta get the fuck out of there. So they run and they get in their new rig. And they fucking fly off. Somehow convince an air control traffic center or whatever. To launch their rocket off without any previous clearance from anybody. And now they're boom. They're gone. And they get to fucking yeehaw out in the sunset. Now, the last thing's more bad CGI. Because you can tell they used footage from an actual rocket. Yes. And, just and they just yeah. imposed a truck onto yeah. it. So. But this brings me to my mainest point. Okay. This movie is our second, and I'm hoping... Wait, first off, actually, how many civilians do you think died when they threw that, that briefcase bomb out the window? There was a lot of them gathered up next to the limo. I'm just saying, they're not only complicit in the president's right. death, they straight up murder. And what was the president's fucking... If He goes and visits the room, and then a whole floor of a hospital gets wiped out after, and he walks out of the building, Like, and people wouldn't question that? I'm just saying, bad move on his part. He's lucky he got blown up. This is our second Barbara Crampton movie. This is our second Barbara Crampton movie. Barbara Crampton. Who the... Yeah. So here's the thing. When I saw... When Barbara Crampton came up on... Barbara Crampton plays Sydney's mother. And when she, when she started talking, when she does the voice, it's hot again. Right? Because, like, she's... So I was like, who the fuck is this chick? She's so hot. Like, I thought that was like, I was just like, I got blown away. I was just like, she's a babe. What has she been in, right? Right. Well, she's been in Reanimator. She was the she was the main chick in Reanimator. She was his girlfriend. Oh, uh, yeah. So okay. we've done Reanimator. So then I started thinking. I was like, so I looked up Reanimator again. I looked up From Beyond. And she stars along with... Jeffrey Combs, who wow. is the guy the from guy Reanimator. Yeah. It's directed by the guy who directed the movie yeah. we just watched. So <laughs> wow. Stuart Gordon. Gordon. This is our second Stuart Gordon movie. He did wow. Reanimator. He's also done Space Truckers. What else, by the way? I want anything, anything. Re- I mean, your previous as well. We're gonna go director. Yeah. So uh, okay. all horror. Reanimator. Uh, oh wait, no. Is he a different robot jocks? Oh, he did Robot yeah. Jocks. No, we haven't watched Robot Jocks. No, no. no so he did Reanimator. So uh, he did Dolls. Uh-huh. But I, I want us to watch From Beyond. And the reason I do is because it's the same cast as Reanimator. What? Same, the same cast? It's the same. Well, not the same exact cast, okay. but it's 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 the main two. 
the main uh, two uh, yeah. love interests. It's a H. It's another H.P. Lovecraft yes. movie, and it's the same director, and he reused a lot of the same crew because they were was right back, to, yeah, back back to back, and he yeah. filmed it in a different country. So then I started looking up. Uh, and dolls was back. That was back to back to back with dolls. Yeah. So from beyond, right? Uh, so yeah, it says right here that they uh, they previously worked with these uh, these two people yeah. on Reanimator. He cast them. So then they also filmed. They were also in a movie called Castle Freak. And so Castle Freak also is Barbara Crampton right. and uh, Jeffrey Combs and is another H.P. Lovecraft, yeah. I think. Oh, direct video, yeah. Castle Freak, direct video thing they did. It's like they made it in between making movies. They While preparing to work on Space oh, well, Truckers. That's what I just said. <laughs> it's like they made it in between. He received an opportunity to develop Castle Freak. Wow. And he made Castle Freak, which is a Quasimodo-like man chained to a wall, whipped by a woman. A well, castle. there's a castle and there's a freak. Put two words together. Yeah. What do you get? A movie. I'm making, I'm making space truckers. Might as well make Castle Freak. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Just keep putting two Bar- words Barbara together. Barbara Crampton played who in Truckers? He's, oh, she's the uh, mom. Oh, okay. She's the hot blonde mom at the end. But she's the <laughs> main show. She's the main chick in Reanimator. And she's uh, the one who gets her lady yeah. parts. She's the one that got an actor divorced. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. If you listen to that episode, you've heard that one where she, uh, where the movie Reanimator, she's on a table and the this guy she likes takes it too his. Much. She this guy takes his head off of his body and uses it to do cunnilingus on her against her will, mm-hmm. and. The actor, this man, who's in his, like, 50s or 60s or whatever when he made this, uh, didn't tell his wife about that part of the filming. So when they went to the screening, in the middle of that scene, they had a big argument. She walked out and later divorced him because he didn't tell her that he was, he like, tell her, yeah. he was eating out young He liked little. it a little too much. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's a little Barbara Crampton uh, trivia. And I feel like we can get more Barbara Crampton tri- if we watch From Beyond, which I'm already 30 minutes into. And I I'm actually, sure I, I, I kind of like it. Well, uh, it's it's H.P. Lovecraft again. You know, and it's also yeah. the Reanimator crew, which yeah. I was a big fan of. And then we have Castle Freak, which I'm sure is going to not be great. But uh, <laughs> it's got Susan Crampton, or uh, Barbara Crampton. Wow, so that's wow. Anyway, I you just thought a big old rabbit hole in this movie. Small yeah. world. That yeah. this is our second Stuart Gordon, and not in any way related. In, directed by movie. Well, Did you how think it came up yeah. is because Tubi recommended it? So that could be why though, because I watched the other on Tubi. And well, then, sure. Yeah. But for the audience at home, before you knew any of this information, did you think? That we that the that we were gonna tie space truckers into fucking reanimator, the same director, the same director, no, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's That's get into crazy. let's get into grades because <sighs> this is a tough one to grade. I, as much as I actually enjoyed sitting down and watching it, there were so many glaringly bad fucking like. Everything about it, but then it's like, if you're high fun. and you're watching it, it's totally fun. Yeah. So based on that, which is I guess primarily the goal, I'm gonna rate this a C. It is middle of the road in a lot of ways, but it's also if 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 honestly if if you like Dennis Hopper, 
Hell, if you if just any of this sounded at all entertaining or, to you, or if you hate Dennis Hopper, or if you, you hate Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper yeah. you or if you're big, or if you're yeah. if you live in Britain yeah. and you love your Charles Dance so much, uh, you know what? I've been saying that he's a BAFTA a winning actor this whole fucking time. And you don't let's, have any idea you made that up. I hope to God he's a BAFTA winning actor. Uh, let's let's see. Awards. Like, uh, hold on, I got to find him. Space truckers, space truckers. And then I'll go to Charles Dance. I could just type in Charles Dance. Let's go, Charles. It'd be really funny if it wasn't. I, I thought you'd already done this. I was just taking your word for everything. So I don't really know who he is. No, he's been. Trust you got me. A trust me. You, Ford Space Truck. Yeah. <laughs> trust me. You know, he's Gosford Park, Imitation Game. He's in Last Action Hero. Game of Thrones, dude. He's Tywin Lannister. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's okay, yeah. everyone knows yes, who Charles yeah, Dance yeah, is. Yeah. He's 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 very yeah. respected actor. Uh, he's the in a crowd. movie called This England. Yeah, of course you are respected BAFTA award. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me make well, sure that's yeah, right. We gotta go to awards. But so I also want to know. Uh, I just Iron wanna... Mask. God, oh, dude, we're yeah, we've only. I've been scrolling for ten minutes now. It feels like, and I'm only into 2018. He's yeah. in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Nice, I liked that one. He does a lot of small parts in a lot of things. Or he does a lot of big parts. We well, don't know. Important parts, but not... Well, he could be the lead actor in a lot of these. Did I say the animal? Like the Rob Schneider? Did it? Keep Where? Going. A little more. Up right there. No, the Admiral. Oh, the Admiral. the Admiral. I can't read. Dracula Untold. Yeah, well, anyway, again, this is huh. where everyone loves when we just look on Wikipedia but I, or fucking whatever. Park, yeah, the door. I just want to know if it really that looks interesting. Yeah, I'm going to look at his awards. Hold on. Where are they? Where are awards? I do not know. Trivia? No. No. Personal There's details? There's a whole thing that says awards. How about if I go back to Google and I type in awards? <laughs> there you go. That's That's a good way to do that. Order of the British Empire. Okay. Screen Actors Guild for Outstanding. Screen Actors Guild for Outstanding. Critics' Choice for Best Acting. So that's backed up specifically. Wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Shakespeare, see? Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. Television and film. Let's go with awards. Come on. What video? Wait, go. Ah, uh, 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 BAFTA! BAFTA TV nominated for TV. Yeah. Oh shit, he's a BAFTA nominated fucking award. And no, BAFTA won. TV counts as well. It's still BAFTA. Critics' Choice though, it's fine. Yeah, so he didn't win. Screen Actors Guild. So well, getting nominated for Best Actor. I mean, you basically yeah. won. We'll go up to his podcast. He's been on. It said Al Jazeera. He was on an Al Jazeera what? podcast. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never. Hindsight. Oh yeah, it was a hindsight. He's talking about the whole. That's weird. What's uh, he talking about? No, the vi- I keep I keep scrolling. So, oh, The Witcher Three. That's what oh, I'm he narrated. About. Call of Duty Black Ops Four. He's the butler. Anyway, we're not going to just look at I mean, Charles Dance, BAFTA nominated actor. Charles Dance. <laughs> this is the movie I wanted to watch. Or I'm 20 minutes into From Beyond, yeah. the sequel, Another spiritual successor to yeah. to see these two, and they look completely different in this movie than they did mm-hmm. in the uh, in Reanimator. I'm a big fan of Stuart Gordon. So, yeah, see. So All right, anyway. C. Okay. How about you? Uh, oh. you? Go ahead, Mike. Okay. I am B minus. I was going to, I was C plus, B minus. I'll say B minus. Uh, did what I wanted from a B movie. Funny. Does, you know, I had a good time. I was a little high last night watching. It great. Okay. Even, even though it's got some of that weird stuff in it, my wife liked it. It was right. just a fun watch, you know, it was just fun. Awesome. 
Uh, this movie is the movie version of the game Big Rigs. I don't know if you've seen that yep. game. Yeah, you know, Big Rigs. The uh, fundamentally broken game. Uh, it's really fun. If you watch gameplay of Big Rigs, it's it's broken in a way that like if you reverse. I believe it you, has you infinite can, acceleration. Yeah, it just uh, keeps accelerating. You leave the map. And you you can leave drive the map. You anything. go. You clip through things. It's like it's an insanely broken, cool-looking thing. You're racing against another truck that does not move. Yeah. So, with that in mind, it's big rigs the movie. So, what's your grade? C. C. So this is going to be a C yeah. plus. No, you were a B minus anyway. Yeah. Well, a C's so, fair. fair on our scale because it's a B on another. It's fine. That's fair. We'll go C. C. Yeah. Let me go C. C's fair. All right, Space Truckers gets a C, and you're lucky to have it, Space Truckers. You know what you've done. Uh, <laughs> we're not. Uh, we're not going to review a movie. Or sorry, well, we're not going to. Sorry, we're not going to pick a movie pick to a movie, review right. for next week because next week's episode is going to be the Fried Rice presents Andy Rice's Born birthday live. extravaganza, brought to you live. Well, no. Recording. In front of a live studio yeah. audience is how I need to start yeah. bephrasing it. Uh, need to start bephrasing it is not how things are said. Um, <laughs> I'm going to open up a bunch of presents. We're going to see how everything goes. It's going to be great. Hopefully that was filmed so you'll be able to actually watch it on YouTube. Uh, and other than that... Question of the week? Question of the week. Go for it, Austin. Dude, I, I, let's let's try to think of one really quick. We do... we. We usually do them on the fly. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, we've got uh, space truckers. What's in this movie that would uh, it was leave a, a question? <laughs> if you know what a B movie is, what's a C movie? <laughs> what's a C movie? Oh wait, oh. that's cool. Uh, I know. Uh, okay, well, two I, movies that are that have similar. Things. Oh, no, no, no. How about this? How about this? Yeah, yeah. How about uh, take. Take two words and Take make two them up. words, yeah, make a movie. put them together, give us a pitch for a movie. Yeah. yeah. Any two random words. That's All right. what, movie yeah. There we go. Movie pitch. Perfect. Give us a two word movie, movie pitch. pitch. With, uh, yeah, the title's two words. Yeah. Here we go. Ambient space banjo is what this bullet is called. <laughs> All right. Uh, well. Looking forward to the live show. Yeah. Well, that's going to be hopefully not a train wreck. We'll see how it goes. Well, this has been a it's been an episode of a movie of a podcast. We've surely <laughs> accomplished and finished our task. Um, you have been an audience member. Also accomplishing your task. You have accomplished your task of uh, making as far as you've made it into this. Shout out to Austin's mom for the great beanie. Oh yeah, and if you want to win a beanie too. Travel in time to a few weeks ago, it's February 16th, where we had our live blah blah blah. And you get it. Um, with me, as always, is Michael. Uh, you know, can't kill me, can't kill him because he bought a Deadpool shirt and he thinks it makes him invincible. And he really planned that bit, and really fucking loves it to death. And I'm so glad that we did it, Larson. Have a good week, everybody. And we have Austin. You know, he's a real space fucker, if you know what I mean. Feral. With a robot dick. See you at the show. <laughs> and I've been your host, Andy Rice. This has been Fried Rice Podcast. We have been fried. Have a good evening.